A huge congratulations to Whalen Bay. They are the number one dealer in sales in the nation for Mako and Tahoe boats. How cool is that? Hey folks, Captain Kevin Faber here for Whalen Bay Marine, and I've been telling you for years how much I love the Mako Pro Skiff Series. They're an absolute inshore fishing machine. But don't forget, they also carry tracker boats, nitro performance fishing boats, sun tracker pontoon boats, and Tahoe boats. Now you want some bigger news? Whalen Bay is now the dealer for Ranger boats. The new Ranger Saltwater Bay boats look amazing. Also, Ranger Aluminum Series and Ranger pontoons, which are perfect for fishing and just relaxing. So now, no matter what your boating needs are, Whalen Bay has you covered. And I can promise you that when you buy your new boat, all the folks at Whalen Bay will make sure your boat is rigged correctly and in a timely manner. You can do all this at Whalen Bay in St. Augustine, located at 845 State Road 207, or give them a call at 217-3778, or visit WhalenBayMarine.com. Whalen Bay Marine, your authorized dealer for tracker boats, Nitro, Sun Tracker, Tahoe, Mako, and now your full line of Ranger boats. And remember, every day is a boat show at Whalen Bay Marine. Is his microphone on, Chris? It's not up. Now it is. Now it is. There we go. See, you switched. Can you push a button? You switched. No, he's always on mic three, and this morning he decides to go on mic two. Well, they're sitting there with a mic in front of his face. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I will tell you. Good morning. Morning. Morning, Logs. Good morning, Captain Kirk. Good morning. Good morning, Chris. Hi. Spinning hits. Eeyore. Trying to. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, no. I'm good, man. I'm warm. I'm I'm toasty, baby. I like your hat. That's pretty cool. Thank you. Yeah, a toboggan. Is that kind of, what that's called? Kind of a sissy this morning. He's, he's, though. he's got a hand sissy? warmers. You're a sissy. His, you got hand warmers Suck in it. your pockets? Yes. Yeah, does. I got hot hands, baby. <laughs> what? Yeah, I got hot hands. The, Obviously, the, could the not dude, sit in a deer stand okay, with that's us. That's what we said. That's, that's, that's right. Exactly. That's and not happening. You're damn right. We're laughing at him this morning because you know he he rolls up to the studio. Yeah. Yep. And how long were you outside between your house and your car? Uh, probably about probably about a, a total time of twenty seconds. Okay, twenty seconds. Another yeah. twenty seconds to go from your car into the studio. Yes, that's right. Yeah, and well, you got but, hot pockets listen, in your but, jacket. But Are you listen. kidding me? So when I so I, I actually had my window down when I stopped at Scooter's Coffee to get my coffee and my spicy sausage burrito. So there, that was also you know cold time, and and the car is a little chilly. But the main reason, and I'll be honest with you, I've never I never bought hot hands before, and I wanted to see how well they work. Mm. Oh, they the, work. And the They're main fantastic. reason, and the main reason that I did that is uh, tomorrow morning, mm-hmm. uh, I'm playing at church. And playing what guitar? Okay, and my hands are going to be frozen. Why y'all don't have heat in the church? It's uh, well, you know, we we wait for the Holy Spirit to warm it up. So, uh, <laughs> no, I just maybe call him earlier and yeah. get on your knees and say, <laughs> and Lord, just, can you fire up the heater here? In the morning, oh. in the morning, my hands are always cold, and playing right. guitar with cold hands is very difficult. So I just I, I got some hot hands just to see, and so I busted them open this morning and checked them out, and they're 
pretty incredible. Yes. Yeah, they they're effective. Uh, they work. Now, they work, baby. Here's a little uh, question for you. Mm-hmm. Do you remember one of the tips that we gave on how to preserve hot hands longevity? Absolutely. Mm. I do it all the time. Okay, yeah. And it even me. works for like a day or two. It works for longer than that. It I works mean, for weeks. Okay, so so that, remind me. You, you don't remember? I mean, do you listen to this show? I try not to. He doesn't pay a lot of attention to this. No, I try not we to. We aggravate him a lot. That's he, right. He counters, uh-huh. and uh, we just, it's uh, yeah. a survivable uh, yeah. relationship. Remember, all I do is push buttons, and most of the time I push the right ones. The tip is. Except for answering the phone. Is that if you have hot <laughs> hands, yeah. well, or see, you I'm have ma- hot feet, whatever, <laughs> right. They're, right? they're all the same. Those yeah. things need air to work. That's right. Friction. So, so if you cut off the air which, in other words, put it in a Ziploc, mm-hmm. then they will preserve the longevity. You can reuse hot hands. What? I do it every time we go hunt. How about that? I always, yes. I take them out of my pockets. They go right in Ziploc bags. Yeah, when you come back right from hunting, put them back in the Ziploc bag. Mm-hmm. You know, you're in the cabin, you're drinking coffee, you're warm, okay? Yep. And then in the afternoon, it warms up, you don't need them. Well, the next morning, you might... Break out, open up the Ziploc bag, pull the hot hands out. They work again, Chris. You know, just put I them in your it. hand and, you know, move them around a little bit. Yeah, I yeah, always yeah. For- forget the next morning they're like brick hard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if They'll turn into yeah. rocks. Yeah, yeah they will. Yeah, if, you, if you leave them out especially, yeah. then they get hard. Yeah. Like, yeah, but that's, I mean, Dave Edwards turned us on to that. He that's did. just genius. Totally. That was Dave's uh, Dave's tip, and it was a great tip. He's, he's one fart smeller, man. They've got... Um, They've got those hot feet things too yeah. that literally yeah. they're they're like adhesive. They mm. stick. Yep, they're great for your yeah. toes. Right. Yeah. They and they have them. They have them for your core too. Can like you, you can imagine, put them on your back. Can you imagine having those with the hot socks? It, oh, it wow. would it would be it too might much. be too much. Right? Too much. Yeah. I'm just telling you, yeah. you. You have to buy a pair of those hot socks because they're. I can't wear them all the time. Yeah. Really, even when, the rubber boots when it's dude. You can't imagine cold. how hot your feet get. Really? Yes. So you have to take your your. your I mean, like, 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 it, literally, if if I just uh, put put like my my skeeters on. Mm-hmm. Skeeters. Yeah. Are those skeeters? <laughs> those are skeeters. Kind of like hey dudes. They're just like hey yeah. dudes, right? If yeah. I if I wore them with these outside just to go get the garbage can or something, I have yeah. to I have to come and take them off. Really, your feet will get it's hot. hot. Yeah. So if you're yeah. wearing your your lacrosse boots into the deer stand, yeah, you, you, freezing. You're, I mean, freezing cold. You're, you're good. You're good. You're good. So it won't cook wow. your feet. No, wow. you're you're good. Wow. You, you just don't, don't want to do a lot of walking in them. Right, exactly. I mean, you know, yeah. but but the cool thing is, is you yeah. can kind of like if you're in a stand or something, you just kind of move your move your feet around and yeah, you know, and, and they, yeah, it's like it's the weirdest damn thing I've ever seen. The but. great, the greatest thing that uh, that my wife and my father in law love mm-hmm. is what Kirk, you turned them on to it is that heated vest. Oh, that thing. Oh, money. Oh my gosh. I, yeah, they, I love that thing. They absolutely wear them do you, things. Do you out. have one? I don't have. one. I don't have one either. I wore mine out. It's already got holes in it yeah, after I don't, three years. I don't, I'm, I'm going to have to probably get one because I'm starting to get a little bit more sissified. I, I know, I'm telling you, when yeah, you're fishing you are a sissy. <laughs> and you're out there in that wind and it's blowing 15 to 20 Yeah, and you're fishing the rocks or it's cold. Unless I'm getting doubly paid or something, but even, going out in that weather. Same I mean, thing if you're hunting. I mean, I've mm. got the, the, the Milwaukee jacket that I hunted with last I just last don't remember it getting that cold this year. You know, it didn't. It we didn't had a couple of cold mornings. Yeah, but, but yeah, it but not where you but felt like you I, needed. I, I it. mean, I think I wore my heavy jacket one time. Yeah, you know, every every other time was one extra layer, and then my medium jacket. Yeah, I, I bundled. I think I probably bundled up 
two times yeah, this yeah, year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, like really bumbled yeah. up. I yeah. wore the Milwaukee jacket once. Yeah, that's how exactly. cold it was. It yeah. just wasn't that cold. No, no. We didn't and I'm it. a peeler, too. I can't stand being hot. And if I put on, you know, if I go into the deer stand and I've got to walk a half a mile, I'll take my jacket off. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and put it on my backpack Heck and walk yeah. in because mm-hmm. I don't want to get overheated before yeah, I climb that, up that tree. That, that is the worst. The worst part about bow hunting is that, you know, there's, there's, there is a lot more exercise to bow hunting mm-hmm. <laughs> for the most part. Yeah. And, and oh, you're yeah. more, you're more exposed. You know, right. bow hunting. Because listen, if it's really cold and and it's gun season, I'm I'm going to a box, you know, no or doubt. something something covered or rain coming. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, cold. Yeah, you know, I mean something. Where know, are you sitting? I, I'm sitting like in Jeff. a tripod yeah, with the roof. Yeah, I mean, I'm 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 with Jeff. I don't, you know, if it's really cold and windy and I need to get out of the weather, I'm I'm on and I and I and especially if it's rut, I'm going to a box blind. Yeah, you know. But I'll get warm quick. My body's oh yeah. I'm hot blooded, and yeah. man, if I get up in there and I'm I get warm, I'll, I'll take a I'll, I'll take I'm, a layer I'm the off. Same way, and then I mean, this, just what you talked about uh, with 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 Tara, um, and I mean, I know so many dudes now. Man, they're taking heaters up there, and yeah, they, they yeah. don't, they don't get now. cold, man. <sighs> Come yeah. on, I I I, ha- I haven't done that. Uh, I don't. I haven't either. Yeah, I I haven't I'm not that. that cold. Ain't no time like the present. But Come on. but I I will say this now. If uh, if it gets cold enough, a box stand afternoon, like in the morning, you absolutely not. Right. Uh, just because of the, the – there's something about – because when you have those little heaters, mm-hmm. to start them, you got to push that button. Right. Yeah. Click, 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 right. click, click. And, it, uh, and, and I'm going, I'm going to just completely blow everything away. Right. Yeah. And Been like, there. blow everything away, like scare everything away. Oh, yeah. Not like shoot them all off. Right. Yeah. Blow them away. Okay. So – uh, so I can't do that in the morning. Yeah, and there's something about you got to be quiet, and then also when you let's say you get in a box stand in the morning, okay, and all of a sudden you turn that heater on, the the light from the heater it is now illuminating the box, and right. I, like ah, so I don't know. I just got this mental thing that I just can't do it now if, in yeah. the afternoon if it, or I might take it and then wait until seven thirty or eight o'clock to turn it on or right. something, you know. Yeah. But yeah, those things work. I've I've got like three of them, you know, three yeah, of them for three, different little, people too. Little, little propane heaters. You know, for, of course, the wife wants one. Her dad wants one. Right. You know. Yep. But those things work, man. I, oh, I, they're I, money. They work. They're yeah, money. It's it, it. But you damn feel like you're cheating. It is. It does. <laughs> you know, like, you know. Not at all. I, I mean, well, and I, I I don't know. I, I I'm one of these people. My ears ring all the time now. Anyway. Yeah. I want to be able to hear all those birds and hear everything that's moving around. I dig that. Even if I don't even see a deer. You don't want to hear. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to hear that. I don't. I mean, <laughs> or uh, white now if it's, if it's really cold, I got no problem with that. Right. You know, yeah, 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 being yeah, warm. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, you know. No, I don't have any problem with Once I get cold, that's not a good thing for me. Maybe, I'm, maybe I'm just lazy. Yeah, I don't feel like taking all that stuff to the stand. Well, that's you. another thing. You like you're, you feel like you're, you're you're you need a guide to bring you in there. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I need one of those guides with the backpack on. He can carry all my crap. It's but. fun. It, the crazy thing is that the the deer where we hunt at, yep. when it's really cold, they don't move until they don't move. Yeah, no, 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 no. I agree. I, I, I have if it's if it's if it's below thirty five, sleep a little bit. I do. Yeah, Unless it's the full-blown rut. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. But, I'm the same but, way. But, Mike and I will sit there in the cabin. I will the, have an extra and, cup of coffee, yeah. Yeah. you know, and, and I'll leave at, at 7.15, 7.30, you know, 
I mean, the other day when we were up there and it, it, we had that one, one warm day, was it, was it Friday? I mean, it was so warm up there. I oh, could yeah, not believe yeah. it. Jeff even said that. I was like, what in the world? Yeah. We got here and it was freezing. We were dying in the cabin because we, we were fishing. The heater to work. We were fishing at the pond. Really? Yeah. Hey, oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and after, uh, it, it pretty cool, too. It, uh, when it rained, you know, the rain, all of a sudden, now you got runoff. Mm-hmm. Right. And then all the pipes that come into the pond, you know, from around the pond are like magnets. It's literally, it's like a, it's like almost like a tidal effect. Mm-hmm. So we had, all, we had to give you what I'm talking about. When, when I was up there last week, we had a good amount of rain on Tuesday. Yeah. If you guys remember that. Oh, front yeah. came through. Oh, yeah. Schools got canceled. That was wild. Come on. I know. Okay. Really. Anyway. A little uh, too much. Put like an inch and a half of rain on the ground in about an hour. So now you got all this water that literally is not getting soaked into the ground. Now it's running off. Yeah. Well, around the pond, I've got uh, three culvert, three culvert pipes. Okay, and two of them have drains that. That's why they're there. So on runoff, when the mm-hmm. runoff happens, those pipes are shooting water through it. Right. And Dylan went down there to the pond with some soft plastics and caught like twelve. Mm. And he, he literally every. Every time he got at the culvert where that water's flowing through, he said it was like that. He goes, they were all just sitting there waiting for something to get it's washed to come through out. the pipe. Right. And they were just sitting there eating. Mm-hmm. And it reminded me of like, it's like a little feeder creek yeah. emptying out into the intercoastal. Absolutely. So true. Or saltwater fish. Food. They're not stupid as they look. Yes. For sure. There's, but there's, probably, was, there's probably not a lot of food. Heck no. You know, it's I mean, like the intercoastal right now. There right. ain't a lot of food out there. Uh, I'm just it, curious, though, like in a pond with runoff yeah. like that, what is it washing in? Is it washing in worms? Ants. Ants, yeah. Whatever. Crickets. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, grass. You know, grasshoppers, beetles. I mean, whatever. Whatever. They don't care. They're yeah. so hungry. They're like, I oh, will eat anything. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Yeah. but And it was warm enough to where, I guess, to where they were active. They were active, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because if it's. 39 degree water they don't care no, about that they're gonna no, be so no. I, I, I told you you know last saturday when uh when, when carrie and i were up at the property the week before uh the brim wouldn't even hardly eat bread which is mm-hmm. which is like highly unlikely you know i mean they just kind of look at it like yeah whatever yeah. um but it it's uh it you know, generally speaking you know you go out there and, like piranhas Oh yeah. yeah, they come out. They 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 hear you walking out on that dock, man. They just run out. Yeah, this guy uh, not right now, man. All right, so we we, uh, we we have some communication already via our Facebook page. Oh. Robbie's ch- wants to know where the, you got the hot socks. You get them Amazon. Oh oh yeah yeah, yeah Amazon Amazon yeah okay. And he said that uh, he has a small buddy heater. Doesn't throw off that much light. That's what uh, right the ones that we have. I, I've got two different kinds of heaters. Uh huh. One of them is like a briefcase. Okay, it's got a handle on the top. Okay, okay, yeah. Right? Right. And it's uh, it's got a, a face, like a square mm-hmm. face on the side, on the one side. Mm-hmm. And then the, the little small propane bottle screws in on one end. Right. And then the other ones that I have is the propane bottle is actually like the stand. Yeah, and then it's got like the a heater, little round right? little round thing disc. at the top. Yeah. I think that's like the buddy heater. Yeah, the heat, heater buddy. Heater buddy. Yeah. Heater buddy. Yeah. Yeah, that's the kind that I have, and those are nice. They're not very big. No, 
they're pretty easy to carry, whereas the one that's like the briefcase, that, yeah. that's a little heavy. That was the one I brought to the remote we did at the ring power yeah, a couple Christmases nice. ago. Right. Oh, yeah. it, it's effective. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It'll actually melt your clothes if you're not, you know, wearing anything <laughs> yeah, polyester. We did melt worked. something, didn't we? I think uh, we yeah, we weren't supposed to tell anybody Oh, that. yeah, there was – yeah. We did. I think the skirt on the table. I mean, oh, oh, yeah. I mean, no, nothing didn't didn't right. melt anything. Nothing. Melted. No, there was nothing melted. Oh, no, Richie, okay. nothing melted. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we've we've got a lot to get to. Okay, and uh, just to kind of flash back a little bit though to our Facebook page this week, Captain Steve Mullen had some great video that he got of the porpoises. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's Are doing they, dolphin tours. I mean, uh, what do you call them? I mean, what do you, what are you really supposed to call those things? Dolphin pods. Dolphin or porpoise. It's the actual term is Southeast Atlantic uh, bottlenose porpoise. Okay. So and the por- reason why I, I always say porpoise, yeah, because I don't want people to get mixed up. How but you could call them dolphin. Well, the dolphin. Well, now, what do, you, now what do you what do you refer to as dolphin? Like what, uh, what, what mahi? Mahi exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mahi. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's why I call right. it porpoise. Yeah. Okay. And and, and and for the most part, people go, "You mean dolphin?" And I'll say yes. You know what I mean? I mean, so. Yeah, yeah but, but porpoise. Porpoise. Okay. Yeah, either one. Um, also got video, Kirk, you on the stand. Had a little buddy coming in to check you out. That, that was yeah, that the was craziest cool. thing. You know, in all those years I've hunted up there, I have never had that happen An before. otter. Yeah. An otter came out of that river that up so into the cool. woods. That was awesome. That what otter was at least a half a mile from the actual river itself in those woods. Really, you're that far? From, I didn't think you'd be that far from the water. It's, why, it's a poke back there. Why wow. do you think? Why do you think he was that far out? Just cruising for food. There's, well, the whole the whole uh, river swamp's flooded. Yeah, it's got three feet of water in it. Right, but I mean, why would he be a half a mile from the water? I mean, otters like water. I think. Well, there's there was that creek there. Oh, so, oh, so okay. he was following oh, yeah. that so creek you, up. All right, so <laughs> you were. How far are you from a body of water? You're not not far. Not far. Okay, not far. All right, so he's just cruising. Uh, the video taken by Adam Carney. Yeah, that's that was now. Cool. Does he work on a shrimp boat? No, he um, he went out with Ronald and his brother Zane um, to try it one time, <laughs> and I think they, <laughs> he did. Yeah. It's either a ten or a twelve. Day, he got the he drew the ten or twelve day uh, work card, right? And I asked him. I wanted to do that. He said seriously. it was very interesting. He said it was very uh, it, it was tough. Mm-hmm. Um, his brother got sick. Uh, while they were out there, so they, they had to come back in and bring Zane back oh. in. So they were a man down, and that was the first time that Adam had ever done that. But uh, apparently, Ronald liked him so much, and he did such a great job. He said, "Anytime you want to come back, come back." So huh. okay, but you they, know, you know, tough you, tough work. You sent a, a text to all of us during the week, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Man, they must be catching some shrimp." And, yes, and, and and you know, if you oh, they are. Well, I but you know you. We we watch those guys. We get behind them in the summertime. We're like, man, that's got to be a tough job. Wintertime, oh. it's rougher than crap. Oh, buddy, yeah. Deadliest and catch. Yes, man. Cold. I'm like, everything yes. sticks you. Everything yeah, stings you. Bites you. You're outside most of the time in that in those conditions. Yeah, no, you're no, wet. So no shrimp today. Uh, no, we're, we're we're waiting for the boat to come in. Perfect. Boat's okay. got to come in. That's first. awesome. Boat's yeah. got to come in. Boat's yeah. got to come in. Yeah. <laughs> Since you got, did I send you guys that link on the? Bubba Grunt, the what is it? Uh, yeah, yeah, Forrest, Forrest Gump. Gump movie. Yeah, yes. that's funny. Shrimp, campy shrimp salad, <laughs> buffalo shrimp, <laughs> shrimp etouffee. Uh-huh. That's a funny one. So, so to give people an idea of what we're talking about, so the the shrimp boats have been right off the beach, mm-hmm. literally just spinning donuts. I mean, I mean, literally, they're like six six shrimp boats. I mean, 
cr- I mean, they're there air every day, and at night their lights are so bright they literally yeah. just shine all the way up on the coast. Right. And so I was sitting there going, well, they must be crushing them. So I text Kirk because I know Kirk. You, what's the friend of yours that's got the boat? Uh, Ronald's Al. Ronald. Okay. So and Ronald will, you know, look. Th- those guys don't get very much money at market sometimes, but we'll give them more. They're having a tough time. Yeah. God you know? bless them. They, and yeah, they work so hard. I know. It, it, folks, every time you take a bite out of a shrimp, a local shrimp, you need to appreciate the person that put buy that on local the table. shrimp too. Buy local man. Okay. Yeah. A little key there. So anyway, I texted Kirk and I said, "Hey, you know, uh, if your guy's got some shrimp, I'll be the huckleberry. I'd love to have some, mm-hmm. you know." And uh, Kirk's like, "Well, how much?" And so I texted Gordon immediately because you know you got to take care of Gordon. He takes care of us, right? Yes. So like Gordon, if we can get some shrimp, how much do you want? He said ten pounds. I said, "I'll take ten pounds too." And Terry's like, ten pounds." I'm like, "Yeah, we're gonna have shrimp scampi, yeah. shrimp so <laughs> shrimp so, this, shrimp that. We're gonna do the whole Forrest Gump thing." So whenever I stop at my guy at Lim Turner, mm-hmm. you know, coming coming home from the property or or, or going up, um, I always buy ten pounds. Yeah, oh yeah. I, I mean, look, it's it's easy to freeze. Oh, it's, it's I mean, well, it's easy to freeze. But then I mean, you figure about two pounds a night. Yeah, for dinner. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You know, I yeah. mean, for like me and the wife and yeah, Taylor. daughter, yeah, we can eat two two pounds a night. Do you want to talk to Chuck before we? Yeah, take a let's break? take talk to Chuck before we take a break, and then we'll come back to weather and the tides. Morning, Chuck. Hey, good morning, fellas. Love the show as always. Uh, two things, real quick. Uh, I've been meaning to ask Kevin about this. You um, had mentioned the uh, what you called the Ponte uh, Vedra Exxon station down there on Twenty Fifth Avenue South. Um, I grew up on 32nd. He must have worked with an old fellow named Henry. You remember Henry, Kevin? Gosh, I, 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 yes. I, I, yeah. I, I, you're talking, yeah, he's a little Hawaiian. Yeah, yeah. He's a little Hawaiian guy that lived in that little house right across in Augustine Street from the Exxon Station <laughs> yeah. okay. back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, yeah. that Chevron station. I mean, that Exxon Station was a full service. Yeah, absolutely. So, your windows, whole nine yards. Oh, yeah, yards. the whole nine yards. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, Check yeah. Check the yeah. oil. Oh, the whole, everything. Wow. The whole nine oh, yards. The whole nine yards, back, guys. Oof. It's really cool back in the day. But uh, but the main, main reason I called was, I don't know if you guys saw this, but the Supreme Court agreed to hear a case brought by some herring fishermen, a family fishery uh, fisher uh, outfit up there in New Jersey regarding the uh, monitors they got to pay for on the uh, fishing boats. That oh, 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 it, it, it goes well beyond the monitors on a fishing boat, Chuck. Oh, I know. I understand. And so what they're going to do is, of course, the Chevron doctrine, wrong-headedly as it was interpreted, was that if there's any doubt about a federal regulation, the tie goes to the government. Right. And the Supreme Court finally said that they're going to review that, and it appears they're going to overturn that nonsense. I just want to get you guys' thoughts on that uh, regarding what uh, impact that has on, you know, folks who make the living on offshore. Well, we, we're glad call. you brought it up, Chuck, because, I mean, that's that's it's literally it's, it's what I'm staring at right now. Right. I got it up on the computer screen, yeah. and that's going to be one of our topics that we're going to be talking about today here on the Nimnik Buick yeah, GMC people, Outdoor if Show. If they haven't seen it on the news. Yeah, if they haven't seen it like me, which, right. you know, I, I rarely turn news on. Right. I try to right. stay away yeah, it from it. It was on Fox News. It's on Fox News? It's on yeah. a, lot of the, a lot of news places. Yes. CBS now. News, yes. it's everywhere. Which is, which is which is interesting that it's, you know, that with all the stuff going on in the news that, they, that they're bringing this up, which yeah. is really cool. Yeah, it is cool. Yeah. Hopefully uh, we'll get, we'll get into that and yep. more uh, right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by DuckDuckRooter.
Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. And if you have seen the welcome to the Nimnik Outdoor Show post this morning, you can see me standing in front of the Hagen Ace of Yuli. I got my new EPDL from Old Town oh, you did. on Thursday. Yes, What's the EPDL? It's an it's a Old Town kayak. Okay. It is very similar to my... Previous Big Water 132, which we gave away for the mm-hmm. uh, Christmas extravaganza at Hagen Ace of Callahan. Mm. And uh, Old Town, because we gave that away, put me in the new EPDL, fired up, love this thing, because it's uh, it's like an e-bike. Okay, so you pedal, mm-hmm. and then you have pedal assist. You can program uh, from levels one to five to get more power to the pedals, so to speak, to give you like an electric bike kind of th- uh, boost crazy where they've come with kayaks. it really is it really is and it's I mean, i'm excited about it because the that haul is the exact same for the most part as the previous big water 132 so i can actually swap out the epdl drive with just the regular old manual drive mm-hmm. and so i it's kind of like having two kayaks in one you can choose to have the battery assist if you wanted to, and then you could choose not to if you mm-hmm. buy the extra regular drive. And then, of course, you don't have to use the battery assist with the drive, the EPDL drive. So, uh, so yeah, so I'm I'm fired up. I'm, I'm in the process of rigging it. I need, just have to get a, a battery bag to run my fish finder depth finder on it, and, and I'm excited. And I, I, I am the, uh, the first person in the state of Florida to be rigging the EPDL right You're now. so special. It's cool, man. <laughs> I'm cool. fired up. Very I'm so special. excited about it to be able to, now, to do that. So, I got a question. Yeah. How's the sausage? It's very good. Amazing. It's a, you like it? Spicy. Yeah. yeah, it's got a little spice, but it's not kick. But it's not spicy, spicy. No, it's not. No. Just a little yeah. tang. Got a little heat. A little, it's just yeah, tang. I, I think it's just, it's just that the heat's just about perfect for me. Yeah. Anything more than that, I'm just not a big yeah, I'm with fan you. of. I'm so, not a big spicy So this guy. morning, uh, Chris, you got to get a piece so you can you can chime in on this. I, I definitely will. Okay. So, Guaranteed. Um, this Matter morning, of fact, I'm leaving my post right now to get some. So I yeah. told told the guy told the guys you told you guys last week or this week that I would bring in some some Kevin actually requested it. Yes, he did. And so I said, yeah, yeah. yeah so I'll do it. So instead of pre cooking it and it's cold and it comes in <laughs> in Tupperware container. I threw the grill in the back of the truck yeah, this morning. Awesome. Okay, like a little portable Weber, little you know mini propane tank grill, and got here to the studios and backed the truck up to one of the lights right outside the building. Get out here of the wind and got out of the wind and uh, fired the the little mini little mini grill out the the one that we got from Hagen Ace by the way, <laughs> and uh, that little Weber one. It's got the little green screw in propane tanks, you mm-hmm. know, mini tanks. Mm-hmm. And so I threw the, I've got maple cheddar venison sausage, and then there is a jalapeno cheddar in there as well at the bottom, the smaller ones. And this is the reason why a couple years ago, when I sampled a batch of sausage that I got from the butcher block in Eastman, Georgia, Mm -hmm. that Schulte turned me on to, Mm -hmm. I got a batch made, you know, went, picked it up, ate it. And I was like, you know, I already got enough deer for the year. I took a bite of that new sausage, and I was like, oh my god, I'm going to eat too much of this. I've right? got to, I've got to, I've got to get some more sausage. <laughs> so there was a couple more does that sacrificed mm. themselves to get some more sausage good, made. Good for them. Yes. All right. What do you think, Chris? So I have the uh, the what is it? Maple cheddar. Maple cheddar. 
Correct. All right. <laughs> oh boy, here we go. Mm-hmm. 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 Delicious. Mm. Yeah, it's really, fantastic. Really it's really, really good. Boy, and here's the best part. Mm-hmm. It's one thing to have a protein, but for breakfast you got to have a little something sweet. Yeah, a little starch. Yeah, carbohydrate with a little kick to it goes awesome with coffee. Awesome with coffee. You know, yeah, yeah. And all, you know, and mm-hmm. and what I'm getting at, you know, you know me. Mm-hmm. I know Kevin. You don't like to do this, but dude, I'm a sucker for sweets. I'm a sucker for a donut. I'm a sucker for a, a fritter. You're mm-hmm. a sucker for food. Eric, on our Facebook page, they had one bring you guys some apple fritters. Eric's in here. He brought us some some of these, and I told him, I said, bring some in. I'll trade you out some venison sausage. Uh-huh. Eric, is the sausage good? You like it? He loves it. Mm-hmm. All right. So so we got we got donuts, apple fritters, sausage in here at the We're outdoor good. show. This, I guess that's a tailgate version of the outdoor it show. It is. Well, it is. I, just, I, gotta just, I just got a text. Mm. From our brother, uh, Captain Larry Minyard. Uh-huh. He said, good morning, boys. Sounded good on the radio. I'll be out here this fishing this morning. A little chilly. Oh, oh my god! You guys are sounding he's, good. He's a tough old bird. Yeah, he can Bless your heart, not that bad. I told him he'd love this venison. Yeah. He oh. loves venison sausage. The, uh, uh, Larry, the, godfather. the wind's this not too for you, bad brother. today, though. Hmm? Is, the wind's not By Yeah, way, but it let's doesn't do have to report. be. It's freaking cold. I don't man. know what the wind is let's, because we haven't done a weather report. Yeah. So let, let's do a uh, weather and the tides. I got the tides brought to you by Angie Subs okay. always. You said you went in there yesterday, saw Ed? Uh, I did. Yeah. I did. Of course. Well, me, what was and, going on there yesterday? The place was packed. It's Friday. Yeah, it's always packed. Me, me and uh, I met David Amos, who David works for the, a company that reps Old Town. Mm-hmm. And right. He was up in town to to visit some of the stores that has that and uh met him at angie's and ed came over and we hung out a little bit and david's was funny because david hadn't been there in years at angie's right and i was like man i said i if i was you every time i'd come up here i'd be coming here and he says yeah he goes totally because i need to come back here more often he had he had the my wife kicked me out with crispy french fries i had the dr bangs with french fries yum ed came over and uh hung out with us at the table you know and you know, the only disappointing thing is that, you know, usually when the owner comes over, he kind of usually brings something special yes, or extra. absolutely. Appetizer. Yeah, nothing? Nothing. Not a brownie? Not even a kind brownie. Not, not even Ed, a brownie? Nothing. Not Ed. I mean, Screw you that. Thought you're, you're paying for it. That, yeah. You know, I mean, outdoor show, yeah. you know, giving them a lot of plugs, helping them sell a ton of turkey subs. I don't know. Last time he ate lunch with us, he ate our french fries. That's all I remember. <laughs> you and I ordered a large french fry. And he ate most of them. He ate them all. He ate them all. all. You and I were looking like, what what the what? (laughs) All right, so your tides for today, uh, you had a high tide basically at 4 o'clock this morning, which is, tides are pretty normal, which is a 4.5. That's perfect. Yeah. And then then you've got a low tide um, this morning coming up at at 10.30. West wind. And and it's it's a normal tide. It's a zero zero tide. So, um, I, I mean... Honestly, you can't get better tides than that. At, no, at, that's 10, perfect. 30, yeah. you know, I mean, really, you don't have to leave the dock until 8 o'clock. Yeah. You know, fish two or three hours. That's what Larry's doing. You know, and uh, um, you got you got fish for the grill for the football games this afternoon. Bring your hot hands. Yeah. Keep you better. fingers from there getting There you go, numb. baby. Yeah, but, but I think the wind's supposed to howl. Today? Yeah. Well, we'll find out because yeah. here's a uh, weather report brought to you by the Bearded Pig. Okay, right now, preliminary mm-hmm. dates are f- is February 24th. Okay. 
Just so, does that work for you, yeah. Kevin? Oh, yeah. Kirk, does that work for you? I think so. Yeah. Chris, yeah. does that work? Well, yeah. never mind. You're here. I mean, I got to go a long <laughs> distance, you know? <laughs> I might just ride my bike up there. You could. What, what, what we're talking about is breakfast at the pig. By the way, I had, I had breakfast from the pig last weekend. Yeah. Well, Leon brought those in. It was awesome. We had wings. Why, and, why and, didn't he do that when Jeff and Kevin? Uh, I don't know. Total <laughs> BS. Yeah. All three of them. So I, Leon was, sat in last week. I did yes. the show for with uh, with Opal via, uh, up in Georgia. And Leon brought in some grub from the bearded pig that was left over from the day before. He got the day before so that he could bring yeah. in on Saturday morning, which he's never done that for us, which is total BS. <laughs> it was okay, awesome. uh, Leon. Yeah. I'm just saying that. Well, you know why. I mean, you're stuck in the mud. Uh, you, know, you know, come on. Yeah, yeah. it's an olive branch. Yeah, Kevin, don't burn me too bad. Yeah. So you know? what we're looking at, and we're, we're just trying to confirm that, and everybody, if somebody wants to chime in and let, let us know if that's a good date or if there is a conflict that we don't know about, something going on, let us know. But we're looking Usually at – Usually February's like wild. It's open. pretty good. Yeah. Pretty dead. Yeah. Yeah. But then that's the weekend, I think, before the El Cheapo. It is. Okay, it is. so February 24th, hmm. we're looking at having a, a the show from the Bearded Pig at the Beach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that would be fantastic. Oh, be Ten fun. minutes from your house and three minutes from mine. Mm-hmm. So uh, if anybody's got any uh, thoughts on that, 904-641-1010. All right, so uh, here's the weather report brought to you by the finest barbecue in Jacksonville, and that's the Bearded Pig. Got a small craft advisory in effect until 11 a.m. this morning. So that's good. That means that it's backing off, right? Okay, so today, yeah. northwest winds 15 to 20 knots. Woo, doggies. Yeah. Diminishing. Cold tonight, baby. Diminishing yeah, at 10 to 15 in the afternoon. Fish hate mm-hmm. the west wind. Seas three to five feet. And then look at tomorrow. Uh, tonight. Well, oh, it's, it's tonight. Tomorrow's yeah. Tonight, yeah. north winds 15 to 20 knots, Awful. increasing to 20 to 25 after midnight. <laughs> Seas two to four, but building to four to six with uh, a period of five seconds after midnight. Sunday northeast, 15 to 20, seas 4 to 6. Oh, there goes that water temperature. Uh-huh. Monday east winds, 10 to 15, seas 3 to 5. Tuesday southeast winds, 10 to 15, 4 to 5. Wednesday southeast winds around 10 knots, 4 to 5 feet. That southeast is, uh, I believe, got a little bit of rain it possibly coming with it. it. That's going to really dirty that water. Yeah. Yep. But uh, tomorrow's forecast is just, uh, I mean. Yeah. Any, Kirk, we talk about this all the time, but anytime you get a due north wind, it's just hard. It's it's hard to fish. You, you, it, I know you get in the creeks. That's yeah, about, you could. Wind's the. Uh, no. uh, I mean, excuse me. West wind for for Mayport is awful for the St. Johns River. It's, that's, it's that's right true. down the pipe. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I never. It I is never the thought worst about that. wind. Yeah. And I, you know, and Steve and I talked about this yesterday, and I've had conversations with Jeremy over the the course of the week. Our fish hate a west wind out of Mayport. I don't know what it is. It just it's a it's a struggle to to get out of it and hide. You can go north and get out of it a little bit, but you got to go south down, you know, towards Queens Harbor and yeah. Atlantic. Anyway, yeah the that southeast wind that we're having, okay, like today. Okay, the high today here in Jacksonville forty nine degrees. That's a little brisk. Yeah. Okay. Tonight lows maybe uh, thirty three degrees. Tomorrow the high is only forty six. Oof. But then 20, 20 miles an hour out of the Yeah, north. but then <laughs> 64 on Monday, 69 yeah. on Tuesday, 74 on yeah. Wednesday, mm-hmm. 78 yeah. on Thursday, 78 on Friday. Warm. What and the rain, heck? rain on Saturday and Sunday next weekend. I yeah, mean, that, it's like. 
Warm it up, big time. That is just bizarre. By the way, we're at the boat show next week, and you, you and I are doing a seminar. <laughs> Shazam. Write it down, Kirk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. If you didn't know, now you do. Yeah. Okay. yeah they, and, and I've been listening to the ads and stuff, and they're like, yeah, there's going to be some, some seminars. And, and uh, it, <clears throat> I mean, huh? we, we, I guess we need to talk about this. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll take a break. Yeah, let's yeah, take a break. What, Come what, back, hey, talk about the boat we, show. What, what do we want to do it on? I got. I have no clue. Me neither. It's yeah. kind of like kind of leaving the dock. Where are we going? Push button, well, bob. Push we, button bobbers. First things first, uh, when we come back, let's give the details of the boat show. Okay. Yeah. And, and then, and, and we have a PSA too from St. John's County Sheriff's. It's very important. Okay. okay. Yeah. I just got it from Harold. We will do that uh, and more right after this, right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. <laughs> so, uh, did you guys hear? Yep. What's that? That uh, <laughs> we're going to beat the boat show next weekend. Uh-huh, we are. Really? Yeah. Oh, really? Wow. No yeah. way. Yeah. That's cool. We're, yep. uh, by the way, we're going to be in uh, Wayland Bay's uh, booth. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yep. It's yeah. the yeah. Jacksonville Boat Show. Mm-hmm. And that is next weekend. It's January 26th, yeah. which is my bride's birthday, uh, Friday. And then Saturday as well and Sunday. So the 26th, 27th. And 28th at the Prime Osborne Convention Center. The hours on Friday are from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. And we will, of course, be doing the outdoor show from the location. Sunday, it's 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. All kinds of goodies, okay? They've got a free kids fishing clinic, which is going to be Saturday and Sunday from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. There's going to be some seminars from two dudes. Two dudes. Some guy named Kevin, another guy named Kirk. Uh-huh. They're going to talk, talk about tips, tricks, and tactics. Mm. Going to be doing that on Saturday and Sunday at 2 p.m. Push button bobbers. Then they've got a life jacket <laughs> giveaway. Oh. Yes, life jacket giveaway. Cool. There you go. So the first 100 visitors, 16 and under, to the Jacksonville Sale and Power Squadron booth, okay, which is uh, B10 and B11, will receive a free life jacket courtesy of Star Credit Union. That's Saturday only. Got all kinds of sponsors, and uh, should be great. Should be a great time. So if you're in the market for a boat, okay, one place, one-stop shopping. It's the Jacksonville Boat Show. Next weekend, we will be there. Here is a public service announcement from the St. John's County Sheriff's Office before we get too carried away here. We talked about it during the break. So from the Department of Transportation, Florida Department of Transportation, all lanes of the Shands Bridge will be closed, folks. The entire weekends of these dates, Whew. write these down because it's it's going to close the bridge, the Shands Bridge, January 26th through the 29th. That's next weekend. Yep. February 2nd through the 5th. The following weekend. February 9th through the 12th. Following weekend after that. From 9 p.m. Friday until 4 a.m. Monday to allow regrading of the bridge. So, you know, these closures are contingent upon weather and other un- unforeseen circumstances, but... Write that down on your calendar. You're not going to be able to cross that bridge. Ooh, that's, starting next weekend and, a, and three weekends yeah, in a row. Yeah, three weekends in a row starting next yeah. weekend. And that starts Friday evening at 9 p.m. and goes all the way through until like Monday. 4 a.m. Monday. Early, early, early morning. Yeah, so, you know. <clears throat> that's a significant deal change there. Change your routes accordingly. Or yeah, that is. stuck I mean, in some major traffic snaps. Closest through. bridge to the north, Buckman. Oof. Closest bridge to the south. Yodi. Be Palatka, right? Thank you, Harold. Appreciate that. <laughs> Okay. 
Thank you for that. Pretty yeah. good ways. Mm. Thank you, Harold. Yeah. Our, our roving reporter. Mm, that's good stuff. Yeah. I'm glad we got that information. All right, so the uh, this Supreme Court slash – okay, so give people an idea. Mm-hmm. Okay, this week the Supreme Court heard arguments on Wednesday, and this was a uh, suit that was brought on by fishermen. By fishermen. Okay, and so I'm going to read yeah. some of this. Okay, it was a dispute involving a government-run program to monitor for overfishing of herring off of New England's coast that gives its conservative majority a chance to further limit the regulatory powers of federal agencies. The justices are weighing appeals by two fishing companies of lower court rulings allowing the National Marine Fisheries Service to acquire commercial fishermen to help fund the program. The companies, led by New Jersey-based Loper Bright Enterprises and Rhode Island-based Relentless have argued that Congress did not authorize the agency, part of the Commerce Department, to establish the program. Arguments were ongoing. The companies have asked the court, with its 6-3 to three conservative majority, to rein in or to overturn a precedent established in 1984 that calls for judges to defer to federal agency interpretation of U.S. laws deemed to be ambiguous, a doctrine called Chevron deference. So the conservative just, I don't want to keep going. Yeah. So right. essentially, these fishermen have brought a suit against the government and said enough is enough. Right, yeah. that, that's exactly right. Government overreach. Yes. So so what happens is, and, and uh, I think it was Chuck that, that, that they called in earlier, um, they're, they're having to pay an observer uh, 700 bucks a day to basically with a sheet of paper and a, right a, a pen. Boat. Right, and they're they're just they're just writing down what they're catching and what the bycatch is, and and I was watching some of the interviews, and and, and Kurt, you, I mean, come on, right? So these observers, it's it's a two week online class, and you pass this class, you can become an observer. Well, you know what they're thinking? They're thinking, oh man, I'm going to go out for a couple days, you know, on a boat. And this guy, yeah, yeah, and, and it's you eight go, to ten foot seas. You, you, you go out of Gloucester in January, cold and right rough. and rough, and 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 they even said you know most of the observers they they just they don't make it. They're, they get seasick. Got to uh, take they're, them back. They're, they're, yeah, and, and uh, so you so know, the, the program aimed, but, but it, it cost them seven hundred bucks. A well, day. Yeah, and this is a little, a little further down the article. Yep. The program aimed to monitor fifty percent of declared herring fishing trips in the regulated area, with program costs split between the federal government and the fishing industry. The monitors assess the amount and type of fi- of catch, including species inadvertently caught. Mm-hmm. The cost of paying for the monitoring was an estimated seven hundred and ten dollars per day. For 19 days a year, which could reduce a vessel's income by up to 20 percent. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. insane. It's, it's crazy. Um, and and also, uh, it, it, these fishermen it, are having to pay for that. Well, and and also they the the government now is putting a, a tracking device on on these boats. Oh yeah. So so they're they're being tracked everywhere they go. And by the way, they have to pay for the tracking device. And if the tracking device is not working, they cannot leave the inlet. Right. They they have to they have to call the government. The government sends someone out to fix the tracking device, which again they pay for, and then then they can go fishing. 
but if the tracking device isn't working, that's not right. No, I mean I'm it's sorry. it's it's just it's just way too much. I mean, I know our guys have to do that now. I know yeah. when that bandit reel gets engaged and they drop a bait down off off the side of that boat, those cameras come on. Right. And then when they come in, they've got to take the downloaded information from the camera and trade it out and get the other one. Right. I I don't know. I I think it's just I'm well, sorry. it and and Jeff, we've Kirk and I, yeah, we've we've talked about this on the air. Um, this electronic electronically um, having to um, call in our catches every day, mm-hmm. and yeah, we have to file a report every we, day with, with so uh, so we have to no. file a report of what we caught, where we were, GPS numbers, uh, how many people we had, how much fuel we burned, and this one always gets me. How much money did we make? <laughs> Uh, that I mean, why, why do they need to know? I yeah, mean, it's none of your business. It, it, yeah, it's, you, you'll find out on my tax returns it, exactly. when I file it's, them. It's, I had that comment, and it just you know, it's it's total government overreach, and that's what this is about. Yeah, and it's 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 above and beyond the fishing thing. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, the justices. Okay, in another article here that I'm reading, uh, essentially they're. T- uh, over, let me read this other article. It says, over more than three hours of argument, the justices put the Biden administration's top Supreme Court, court lawyer on defense as she sought to preserve Chevron deference, which instructs courts to defer to agencies' interpretation of federal law if it could have multiple meanings. So in other words, it's this suit is trying to take away some of the what many people are viewed as government overreach. Yes. Okay? And if these justices say no you can't do it anymore the federal's power gets shrunk which yeah. a lot of people believe including me that that should happen <laughs> well, well and, and, and and you and i talked about this and, and kirk we, we will we'll do some research what it, it obviously that it includes noah okay and and everybody always asks me what, is, what does noah have to do with anything any of our fisheries yeah. you know but anyway, that's who's governing our snapper regulations. So I, I don't know where that goes. Does it? Hopefully, it goes back to the state. I, you know, it's. It, I don't. I don't really know. Yeah, I don't know either. I mean, yeah. we'll see. We'll see what the ruling is. But it's supposed to. If they rule in favor, it's supposed to go into effect June first. The worrisome part of it for us. Is and and I and I I defer back to the original meeting when this all came up and we had to do the CIFA reports, which are the NOAA login reports that we have to 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 do every time we go out, whether we go out or not. Even when I was on vacation, I had to oh, file yeah. do not fish reports right. when I was going yeah, to Tampa yeah, yep, yep. to watch Madison play soccer. And I, I know those folks are doing their job. God bless them. I know they're trying to do the best they can. But look. I think this is not the this is not the way to do it. You can't always lay the burden on a single individual like us. The conversation came up when we had the meeting, and I remember Dennis Young was there, Brad Smith, uh, Steve Mullen, uh, Richard was there, and myself. And then you had like eight people from NOAA or Southeast Atlantic Marine Fisheries Commission that were working with them that were bringing up the new programs, and it was. It was an education class. They had the laptops. They they told us how to do the reports, and the girl kept referring to the fact. Well, just if, if it's too much time for y'all, just let your first mate do it. And we go, ma'am, <laughs> we don't have mates. Right. Well, why not? All the guys up in Jersey and all those guys that run the bigger boats up there, they have they have mates. I said we have small boats. Right. We run charters as four hire guides 
out of 24 to 26 foot bay boats here right. locally. Most of us, some of us have some deep, deep, deep V boats, but we don't have a first mate. Right. And are you going to put the burden of that information on your first mate that refers to your livelihood? Hey, if you don't do this right, you might not get your permits right. next year. You know, that question came up. Well, what if we don't do the reports? And they were like, well, you don't do the reports is a good chance that if you go to apply for your permits next year, you, you might not get them. Mm-hmm. What that means is you might not have a job. Mm-hmm. And, and look, we're not, we're, we're not making a fortune out there, folks. <laughs> we're blue collar workers, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, you know, we're... we're you know, it's 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 encouraging though that it is being covered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and and it's well, it's uh, encouraging that the Supreme Court is hearing it. Right, that's and that that's that's my point. Pretty cool. And I mean, and, and 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 honestly, uh, until this week, until I did some research and stuff, I didn't know what the Chevron Doctrine was. Mm-hmm. I, didn't I thought it was going to go to Magnuson Stevenson Act. Right, and it's not even worded in there. No, it's not nothing no. to do with that. No, so I, I yeah, I mean, very, very interesting. You can't continue to just reinvent the wheel and place the burden on the, the general public, the middle class, the lower class, to support whatever they want to do, their their agenda. I mean, I get it. I mean, we want to try to preserve for our kids, our grandkids, and our great-grandkids. Yeah. We're all for that. Mm-hmm. I mean, we are all for that. But it, there, it, it, there comes a point where it's like, look, yeah. I can only do so much. Right. You know? I mean, they're talking about now putting GPS locator device in, in, in our – 24 foot, 25 foot bay boats that we got to pay for that are going to cost thousands of dollars. Right. And I mean, why? I mean, where's the level of trust here? There is none. Big brother, baby. Yeah. I mean, Big if you brother. want us to, to, to help you, you've got to learn to trust us and we got to learn to trust you. And if you keep putting all this additional burden on us, eventually it, you're not going to be able to do the job. You're not. I can't afford it. You're, you're, I mean, it's... What am I going to do? Be a greeter? I mean, not there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> be, be a, a greeter what? somewhere? You'd be a good greeter. Yeah. Yeah. No, you wouldn't be. No. Oh, I think he would. Let me see that you, ticket. I think he could be. Uh, what kind of pizza is that? Is that a pepperoni or cheese? Did you pay for that? <laughs> hey, Let me see the receipt. Yeah. Yeah, let me see the receipt. <laughs> Pull up my little red pen. No, go back to the counter. Uh, it, it's, it's um, you know... I don't know. It, it, it's, but if people want to follow it, just go to Google mm-hmm. and type in Chevron, like the old gas station, Chevron mm-hmm. Doctrine. Right. And Google will and then just click news on Google, and you can follow it through all the different news agencies. Right. Which it seems like every news agency has a particular slant mm-hmm. on it in the way that they word it. Of course. Which, yeah. Which is kind of a, what happened to the media being impartial? Oh, that's going by the wayside a long oh, time Oh, yeah. Ago. No, it's all about money. It's all, I mean, right? all about the money. It's just, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, but it's like, remember, uh, you know, Michael Jordan said, well, Republicans spend money too. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, 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 it's unbelievable. So anyway, a little frustrating. All right, let's take a break. Yep. When we come back. We're going to do an LV Hires Inc. gear tip of the week right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. It's time now for the LV Hires Inc. Gear Tip of the Week. This week's tip is a little different. Not so much something that you can actually hold in your hand, mm-hmm. but it's something that you can hold in your hand. <laughs> it's an app. Well, that clears it up. Uh, yeah. Well, there's an app for that, Chris. Oh, I see. 
Okay, you know we all know you know Kirk is with apps. You he's know. got he, with the apps. He, he, he's he got does. sun apps and star apps and moon apps yeah. and yeah, that's right. And wind apps and weather apps, food and tide apps. apps and food apps and well, what do we love about the show? It talks about the outdoors. Yep. Mm, so we love the outdoors. And if I there's think that's a, why we call it the outdoors show. If there's a way that <laughs> we can add more outdoors to our life, that's a great thing. So is I, there an app for that? That's what I want to know. <laughs> there is, and I give my son credit for this mm. because uh, when I was when I've got uh, the YouTube TV subscription, I you do know, too. stream it. You I know? do too. Love it. <clears throat> and remember before, like when you let's say you had Comcast, it brought was your provider for TV, uh-huh. and right. you know you had different levels. Yep. And packages yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. hated it and you hated it your base package you give you mm-hmm. abc nbc cbs right. oh but you want the outdoor Blue, channel oh you want yeah. an outdoor programming yeah. Yeah. yeah oh yeah yeah all the cool stuff was uh-huh. like two tiers up the hand the hand is stuck out yeah give me more money mm-hmm. give me more money okay this is free Woo! free as me really okay mm. All you have to do is okay, go to your smart TV or with your phone because a lot of smart TVs, you can actually send the programming of your phone to the TV. Right. Okay. Roku TVs have no problem downloading the Outdoor America app. Really? Yes. I like that. Okay. If it, uh, Now, we have a Samsung smart tv okay where mm-hmm. you get samsung mm-hmm. i can't download the outdoor america app so what is on reason. the um, Amer- outdoor america app oh it's everything it's uh i'm gonna give you a list here okay mm-hmm. how about spanish fly shows oh really the, all of them oh my god this this is not only this not only has live programming on outdoor america the app it has on demand as well okay how about kevin spanish fly yep uh, you've got, um, Mark Sosin. Hold on. Uh, George Poverono's. Yep. You got his show. George Poverono. The Obsession. Lake Commandos. You've got, uh, Napa North to Alaska. Mm-hmm. You've got Musky Hunter. Okay. And now some of the hunting shows. All of the Realtree stuff is all on this app. Ooh. Everything. Huh. Everything. Like okay. Everything Eichler, man, you know Fred Eichler, the bow hunting guy? Absolutely. Okay. Love Fred. The Given Right, Ducks Unlimited TV, I mean, uh, Bone Collector, all of it is on the Outdoor America app. So how how um, how do they make money? They have advertising. Oh, they do have advertising. And okay. Just okay. like TV. Okay, okay, okay. all right. That's, but you're not having to pay to get it. Yeah. You know, to actually get the program. Right. Which is awesome. Yeah. I mean, awesome. So we have, we downloaded the app up in Georgia, and we've got a live TV channel for Outdoor America. You go to the app, bam, it's live programming. Okay? But if you want to go back and you want to watch Deer Hunt, you go watch Deer Hunt. All of the uh, Drury Brothers programming is all on it. It's amazing. I've been been watching a lot of the uh, Heartland Bowhunter. On on YouTube, uh-huh. you know, which is on your on your YouTube TV. Yeah, I'm watching it right now on my phone. Yep. Wow, that's pretty cool. Wow, that is cool. Okay, Outdoor America, folks. 
okay? Mm-hmm. Love the outdoors like we do. I mean, you can sit there and watch outdoor programming on your phone, on your smart TV, and it doesn't cost you that extra cash on the tier. Okay, ignore all that crap. Just get you the Outdoor <laughs> America app. Okay, and I got no I got no dogs in the race. Okay? All app, no crap. This is awesome. It is it is way cool. It's a cool app. And again, it's got a live channel and it's got the on demand stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, can't That's beat that. That's your uh, LV Hires Inc. gear tip of the week. LV Hires supplies quality fuels and lubricants all across the southeast. If you got a job site, a business, need your bottom line help because you need Okay, fuels and lubricants. Mm-hmm. Go to lvhires.com to learn more. All right, so logs. Totally digging this. You're out. You're, you're going to the boat show. I am going next, to the boat show. Weekend. Okay, and 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 you're going to go to Kirk and I's seminar at at two p.m. Mm-hmm. Right. What What do you want us to talk about? That's an interesting take. <sighs> um. Well, first off, I want Kirk to talk a little bit about wintertime sheep's head fishing. Okay, uh, that's that was my first thought. Okay, yep. because I actually because you have don't you, you because you yep. you need an education in that. Yes, I do. Um, <laughs> my boat hasn't seen water since October. <laughs> and for, for for Kevin, I would like to hear from you as far as Saint Augustine early springtime fishing. Mm. This is one of my favorite. Because here's the deal. Everybody is that is at that show is dying to have a new boat, dying to get out and try it. Mm-hmm. And what's the first opportunity that we have? Oh, I, that's a great idea. I didn't even think about that. That's and why I asked you the so, question. Okay. So for me, when when do I need to start going here, here to look go. for what? Okay. I want water temperatures. Mm-hmm. I want baits. I want target species. Where? I don't need to know all your spots, but just general locations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think Kirk with wintertime, the wintertime fishery. How do you how do you fish in the wintertime in the creeks and at the rocks? And then sheep's head. But uh, don't uh, but yeah, don't yeah. give them <laughs> too many specific any of my spots. Your spots <laughs> give them all you want. Yeah, Funny yeah. how my yeah. spots are his spots yeah, somehow no, over yeah, the years. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, just kind of gravitated that way. But like Tom I, Lucas's I, I, spots I, I, in the river. I will, I will tell Tom's you. Tom's never had any spots. Yeah, no, Tom's never had any spots. I'll tell They're you this. If, 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 yeah, I get because, that. Because, because uh, honestly, I've, I've been thinking a lot about, about this, and um, I have questions for Kirk about sheep's head fishing. And, and by the way, folks, um, whenever I did TV, um, I made a point to fish with Kirk two maybe three times a year yeah you know yeah, we had some and fun. and we we had um that's cool we, so we, I'm, I'm showing kevin yep. sorry to interrupt yep i i on the outdoor america app right spanish fly which do we're all fans oh, of yeah. jose oh jose yeah. Webe. yeah yeah the was, late jose yes and i i just touched my finger on the spanish fly uh on demand thing so literally See, my wife would be going, yeah, what's more important, Kevin or your phone? Right, right, right. No. What Kevin was saying? <laughs> so no, he, you, you, no, no, real quick. No. <laughs> I've got all. I don't know how long you can hold that train of thought. I've got all yeah. 16 seasons right. of the Spanish fly mm-hmm. oh, okay. at the touch of my fingertips. Right. And that's that's how Dylan ended up finding it because he diehard Spanish fly, yeah. you know, flyer fisherman. Yeah. 
thing. Anyway, sorry to interrupt. It's all right. No, no, no. I mean, when when, when I was doing TV, Kirk and I, we, we fished two or three times a year, which um, I learned so much about uh, sheephead fishing. And then, and then Minyard, we brought him one day, and he absolutely wore us out. That was one of the funniest ones we ever did. <laughs> I mean, I got you know, I, I've got. I, who was the cameraman that day? Uh, was it John? Was it Wilder? It might have been it, John, and no, we had it was, a, it was John because and we had a super flat day. Yeah, that's and right. And we were so lucky. Yeah, he the, was he he would um, get deathly ill, Jeff oh, John Wilder. I mean, that day, he I was he, he he was a great cameraman. And, tough and, as nails though, because he didn't he didn't stop working. Oh no, you had to bring him in. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah he he would. Yeah, the, Kaminsky was the one that was tough as nails. Kaminsky was the best. Yeah, he was the best cameraman. It might have been the, Mike and, and the best producer. Um, I ever worked with, and I and, and by the way, I had some, you know, I I had some 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 good cameramen and and some good. Produ- Kaminsky was the best. Yeah, um, Mike was good. He yeah, did a good yeah, job. Yeah, he, you know, even even when they started using the smaller cameras, Jeff Kaminsky always had that big camera on his shoulder. <laughs> he was great, absolutely great. It takes so. special talent to be a cameraman on a moving boat. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, because I'll never forget. This is just one one scene. We're in Costa Rica, and we've got a blue a, a marlin in the teaser. Wow. Okay, and and we got a mullet on a circle hook that we have to feed back on a Penn International. All right, and Mike's on it, man, and I'm it, and feed it back, feed it back. Now you watch this this marlin come up and eat this mullet, and 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 by the way, no no chair. Oof. There's nothing, all right. So I'm holding on to this Penn International, just w- with a, with a belt, just like you would with a with Oof. a tarpon, and, and and it's dude, it's dumping this reel, and I'm just holding it, going, oh my god, and and Mike is turned 90 degrees from me, looking out the bow, and 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 I'm my line's going out the stern, and you're going, what are you looking at? Then I'm like, what are you doing? You know, and then I I turned around, even as it's, I turn around, and my fish is. In front of the boat. In front of the boat, just just totally tail walking. And I think it was like 42 seconds. Mm. It tail walked. Mm. And he got, I got to go back and look at this because I've got all this 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 footage. Need but to find it, a way to put he some was, of that He on was our, on it, man. I mean, I was. He, see, we got to get some of that footage so we can put a like throwback I, 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 video okay, all right. Thursday I'll, or I'll, some I'll, kind I'll, of. I'll get it. You know, and then, and then put it on our Facebook uh, page. I remember and that. that Trip with you and I and Larry vividly though. Oh yeah, isn't it crazy? And, he, and we and I had those fish targeted. Yes. I knew where they were, and we pull up there and 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 I'm going all right. That spot right there, that one particular rock right, right. there, and you got to hit to the left and let it drift to the right. And and you and I grabbed the shrimp. Yep. And Larry reaches into his pocket and <laughs> subvertly hides this. Yes. Remember, it was yes. purple with some metal flake and a green tail. Absolutely. And he hooks it on there and doesn't let us see what he's well, doing. We're, we're still digging around in the live well. And we get a shrimp, and before we can get our bait in the water, Larry's hooked up and go, oh, I got one. And I'm like, <laughs> what? And he's like, yeah, I got one. And so Kevin and I wing over there and do the first drift. We don't even get a bite. No. Okay, Larry brings the fish in. It's a great one. Goes mm, right in the ice. He's doing the camera thing. You uh-huh, know, he knows uh-huh. what he's doing. Yeah, he drops it right in the ice. Yep. He's a seasoned yep. camera guy, yep. so he yep. knows. We flip out there again on the second drift. Larry throws his second cast. Oh, I got another one. And I'm like, what the hell? I mean, what's going on here? So finally, we end up catching one or two. Yeah. But Larry's hooking them every cast. Yeah, uh, dude, he wore and us finally, out. Finally, I was like, all right, that's it. Yeah. What do you What do you got going on? And Kevin goes, I need one. 
And so we have to fight him mm-hmm. over that Ziploc bag full of these special uh, jigs that he had made. Hmm. And they were, I remember, they were purple, yeah. dark purple with a, a green. Uh, it was awesome. Yeah, fluorescent lime-colored tail. So soft plastic. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. That so, was Rick Thacker, yeah. I think, had made those for him or I, that, something. I, that I don't was, know. That was, the, that was the best part about doing the TV show. Yeah, is I got to fish with these guys. Yeah, you was, know what I mean. I got to go with Minyard and, and yeah, you and got to Kirk be the, you and, got to be the client. Yeah, it yeah. was it was it was fantastic. Fun. It was just just so much fun. Yeah. See now you can do the show again and be on the Outdoor America app. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> trust me, I got wheels spinning. <laughs> <laughs> the app is, by the way, is is very cool. All right, uh, got some open phone lines if you want to chime in, folks. Nine zero four. Six four one ten ten. Let's go to the phone lines and bring up Papa G this morning. Morning, Papa G. Good morning, gentlemen. How are we doing? Good morning, man. I wish I was down there to sample some of that sausage. It sounds oh, good. It's good. <laughs> it is so good. <laughs> good stuff, man. Hey, let me ask you a question. Um, I've been in Jacksonville since nineteen fifty nine. Uh, I'm an old man, but uh, I know the uh, St. John's River has been polluted forever, and they've cleaned it up and everything. I've got a question for you about that. It's one of the few rivers that flows from the south to the north, and there's not a day that goes by that my wife and I can't drive down there to Friendship Park and watch the uh, porpoises out there playing in the water and stuff like that. So I know it's clean. People say, oh, it looks dirty. I know it's tainted by the, uh, uh, I don't know, the uh, whatever it is that taints the water, but they've cleaned it up quite a bit. My question is, uh, with the renditions of the new Jaguar Stadium, that thing is absolutely beautiful. There is so much potential in downtown Jacksonville. They, uh, they, they've shut down everything. I remember going to um, uh, the riverbank down there and uh, seeing, seeing everything being developed and this, that, and the other. But there is just so much potential there. And what do you think is going on with the Jacksonville shipyards? I mean, is there so much pollution uh, EPA has been looking into it, and yeah, I just no, don't understand. Yeah, I don't. I don't really know the answer to that. I, of because the shipyard is um, essentially because you know, first of all, they're building the new hotel that Four Seasons mm. that's right across from Lot J. They've already started right. that. Mm-hmm. The shipyard yep. is essentially to the west of that, and from what I understand, that that, that that's all going to get cleaned up too, but I don't know all the details on that. But I mean, it will it will be fantastic. Would that be awesome to have all of yeah. that? I mean, we, we need to have a, a vibrant downtown with more things. We, to we do. really do. I mean, I mean, they shut down they shut down the landing down there, and they've leveled it all, and there's green grass and everything over there. But there is just so much potential, right. and I don't know if it's I don't know if it's political. I don't know what's going on, but man, we can be we could be a Super Bowl team here pretty soon, and. And just highlight the whole city of Jacksonville. I just don't get it. I just want to be a Super Bowl team. Well, I hope I hope that uh, our, our our downtown gets better because it really hasn't done much in a long time. It, no, it yeah, it really hasn't. I'll give you an example. You know, like Nashville. You, know, uh-huh. you, you go to Nashville and you look around, and of course, Nashville's the music city. Sure, right. And what are we? I know exactly, and it's just, it's just sad to me because. Uh, about 10 or 12 years ago, I spent one night in the Hushka down there at Jacksonville Jail. But they need to move that thing outside of outside of town They're and uh, get some good that. things going on. Yeah, yeah. there's, there's a lot of things yeah. that are being talked about. But, you know, I mean, just 
for real, I mean, you know, when I, when I bring up Nashville, obviously that's one of the. It's a very unique city, and it's amazing. And but there, I mean, there's when you go and you look at their skyline, there's cranes everywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot going on. Oh yeah, you know, that that's being built. When you look at our downtown downtown skyline, there's mm, yeah. there's not. Mm-hmm. You well, know? you take so, for instance, if you go to Tampa, but I mean, been- let me just say this real quick: we have an amazing city. We do an well, amazing course, city yeah. with an amazing amount of qualities that are that Nashville only dreams of having. Right, that's right. You know, so I mean, there's think- certain qualities that we have, but it would be we we also need to have a downtown that is that is vibrant, that is. Uh, a destination of sorts, and right now it's not where it needs to be. Mm-hmm. It's not where it needs to be. And like I said, I was uh, I was born here in Jacksonville and everything in the fifties, and uh, I would love to see my grandkids enjoy a beautiful Jacksonville day. Uh, there's so much. It's a, it's like a diamond in the rough, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks, Papa. Thank G. you, Papa G. All right, man. All right. So uh, David chimed in on our Facebook page uh, before we take a break because uh-huh. we were talking about dolphins and porpoises, and yes. Papa G talked talked about it right there he said good morning guys uh dolphins and porpoises are related but different okay dolphins are bigger up to 12 foot slimmer profile have longer snouts porpoises are shorter and more squatty okay and they are not native to our area we mostly have bottlenose dolphin on the atlantic coast correct there are bottlenose cousins out there, but they are not as prolific. Okay, so we, uh, we're getting a little education there okay, from David. Yeah. Thank you, because uh, I need the education into that category. Mm. All right, now let's take a break. And when we come back, uh, we've got some hunting stories from last week. Got some, not really hunting stories, but camp stories to share as well. Camp stories are great. <laughs> and more right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. the market for a Cadillac, only one place to go, Randy Marion Cadillac, located on Southside Boulevard, just north of JTB, and if you're in the market for a pre-owned vehicle, go in there and tell them what you're looking for. They'll find it for you. By the way, they've got dealerships all over the southeast, so they've got um, obviously other places to pull used cars from. Randy Marion Cadillac, located on Southside Boulevard, just north of JTB. We need to go to the phone lines and talk to our good buddy, Captain Leon Dana. Morning, Leon. Morning, Kevin. Morning, Jeff. Good morning. Back. So, um, got a little bit of a bone to pick with you. Oh. Really? Well, I mean, just a small bone. Well, or you could say it's a really big bone. <laughs> In fact, you could say it's a really big beef rib bone or a smaller pork bone. Okay, how come you bring in breakfast last week when I'm not here, and every other time you don't bring in the bearded pig? Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What did I do wrong? Uh, that's too Hold on now. Jeff, let's be honest. How many times have I invited to buy you lunch or dinner at your Oh, day? no, no, no. You have, but I'm talking about just for the Saturday show when you come in and okay, been a guest host it. and <coughs> haven't had well, the opportunity. Just- and I, I, I know. I mean, I, but, you know, when you've been in the studio with oh. us before, you oh, haven't bring it in. Brought in the bearded pig. I mean, I'm sitting in a deer stand hey. Saturday morning, <laughs> looking at my phone, and I'm going, I'm eating a pair, a pack of Lance yes, peanut butter peanut crackers. Butter crackers. Right on. Yep. 
Yeah. And here's a giant plate of pork ribs. I'm going. Yeah. And 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 wow. chicken wings. Well, it's awesome. And wings. And wings. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Wow. That's that's. I, I mean, you boys had choices. That's what I decided to pick up and bring. Mm. I, I decided to step up my game. Kevin was there. Hey, you did Kevin a good job. He's yeah. a benefactor. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. I was. I was a benefactor. I felt. Yeah. I Me felt, too. I That's felt, right. Me too. I felt a little snubbed. Gary was a Gary got the got the leftover. Oh, she did. Absolutely. Oh wow. That was yeah. that, that was her lunch. She oh. had we had a couple yeah. chicken wings and a couple ribs left over. <sighs> I'm bummed. Yeah. So well, I mean, you know, there's always next year. If, if you if you sniff real hard, the, the, the smell of the ribs are probably still in the room. Probably, <laughs> probably. I mean, yeah, it was good. It they were was. good, Jeff. No doubt about it. Oh, I bet it was. Uh, so, Leon, uh, water temperatures getting down there, uh, fifty-three to fifty-five. Is that correct? I bet you this morning it'll probably be about fifty-four, fifty-five. No doubt whatsoever. Yeah, this cold wind is going to really push it down. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Have you it will. have you seen much effect on 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 the fishing this week? I have been. It's been actually a really good week of fishing in the valley. Uh, the tides are in my favor. Uh, I'm happy to say that the redfish have packed up like years of old lately. Yeah. And if you find a fish that want to eat, you're going to do fantastic. All right. But you can't be afraid to find fish, and if they don't want to eat, move on. Just move on. And 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 find another pack of fish, which is not that hard to do right now for me. And uh, I'm, I'm fishing back to shrimp right now. They don't seem to be wanting a mud minnow as much as they did uh, the week prior when the water temperature was like 58, 59 right. degrees. That makes sense. Uh, this lower temperature, they, they ate the shrimp really well for uh, Corey Sparks, myself, and Larry Vineyard. Uh, we were all discussing how they went after that much better. And they're good fish. They're really good-sized fish. And uh, I did catch a few trout yesterday also. So that's good. I look forward to go fishing the docks again here really soon. So are you fishing today in all this wind? Oh, I'm in the wind right now. Oh, that's why you're <laughs> <phone. laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Your phone is, is like, terrible. Uh, re- re- yeah. really terrible. So we'll yeah. let you go, but we got we got the gist of it. Thanks for bearded pig. <laughs> yeah, for you. Yeah, that was pretty that much the gist of the whole call. Kirk and I obviously aren't that important. No, I feel a little slightly snubbed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. You guys made up for it this morning. Eric right. bought us donuts. I know. You, no, you no, we, sausage. We're, we're good. But I mean, yeah. it was that we provided it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, right, right. Hey, by, by the way, um, it's okay to want. The, by the, the way, Willie's is Willie on his way in? No, he's not coming in. What? He, he, why so, did, did you take Willie fishing this week? I did. Took you him did? out Monday. So okay. did the deal was the deal was we were supposed to go, and he had called me when I was up in the Deer Woods, and he said uh, it, it doesn't look good for uh, for Monday. And I said, well, you know, there's a front coming, but um, you know, I, I understand. Yeah. And he goes, it looks like it might rain. Uh huh. And I said, yeah, that's that's there's that possibility, and that front really kind of broke up. Right. And so Monday morning came around, and I I called him, and we we had deferred it to, actually to this this Saturday, which mm-hmm. would not have been a good day. No, no, no not and today. And I'm sitting there in my living room, and I'm going, my wife's going, "Why aren't you fishing today?" And I go, ah, "That's a good question." So I flipped him a text. I said, "You know, Saturday ain't looking good, man." And he goes, "Yeah, I guess I made kind of a bad call." And I said, "We still got the day." 
Yeah. And he goes, really? And I said, let's go right now. I won't take me an hour to get the boat hooked up, and I'll meet you at the ramp at 1130. And he's like, let me make a call. And he made a call, and he called me back. He goes, I'm in. I said, I'll be there at 1130. So we met at 1130 at, at Mayport. Now, and, Willie's uh, a really good fisherman. He's great. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? He surf fishes a lot. And, and uh, so, yeah, yeah. He's good. And, uh-huh. and then he brought his son-in-law, Lee. Cool. And his grandson. Lee, Very cool. Lee's a good Lee, fisherman, too. Lee yeah. Jr. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Junior. So, Junior came. Uh-huh. And we talked deer hunting. And, and uh, it was kind of – it was fun. It was a beautiful day, man. The wind didn't blow very hard. Mm-hmm. And the tides were perfect. Did you catch anything? We, we It took a while to find the trout, but once we found them, and I figured out where they were at. Speckled were, trout? They were mixed. It was specks mixed in with, uh, with weak fish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With those gray trout that come out of the ocean. Mm-hmm. That'll eat good. Oh, yeah, and they were fired up. It took a while to find them. They were about they were in 20 to 22 feet of water, mm-hmm. which, you know. What were you using for bait? Uh, live shrimp. Okay. In a jig. Would they eat an artificial? I think they would. You know, I think if you'd had a, a white gulp with a yeah. chartreuse tail or yeah. the Larry, Larry Minyard special, yep. you know, the, yep. the, the purple okay. and the, chartreuse. How many did you catch? God, like keepers. Know. I don't know, 30. Oh, wow. wow. What? 30, 30, 30, 30 keepers. And did, did you did you have any other keepers besides the? Top? Yeah, we got on some, some sheephead. Oh, little Lee hooked some nice sheephead. Okay, all right. So you got like forty fish. Well, that's, to a, clean? that's a that's a heck of a fish. There's a lot of fish. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I'm very grateful that Steve Mullen had well, actually pulled up to the ramp. And said, well, well, wait a minute. How how many fillet knives do you have? I've got about eight or ten. You know that. Is that is well, that the picture? Of, I'm looking. Yeah, okay. I'm on. I'm look, folks. I'm on our Facebook page right oh. now. Yeah, that's them. Oh, is and that it? okay. it's uh, a picture that says Happy Friday, F-R-Y-D-A-Y. Right. Okay. Thanks for sending in the pic, William. And so Willie sent this in. And uh, this is a trip from well, with Captain Kirk. So, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at this. And, and so, good God. Yeah. That's yeah. a lot of fish. Yeah, that's- and it was cool. Right at the end, we found a school of black drum and caught a couple of them. I think we could have caught more, but it was by then it was four thirty and it was getting late, and I'm like, "Look, we got to clean fish." You so know? you got you got you know a uh, box full. Looks like you got a couple sheep's head, a couple black drum, yeah, and then thirty trout. T- yeah, twenty five, thirty trout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, easy. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And it's you and Lee and Willie. Uh huh. Yeah. So you got just like you know three three different bags and then just split it up. I mean, how'd you guys do uh, it? I think there was four bags of fish. We had three. I think it was well, three who got bags. the extra bag? Uh. They took, you know, they they took the fish, huh? Yeah, they took. <laughs> you didn't get any? No, I didn't. Get did, any. did what? Why not? Were they well, were, were, were they good at cleaning fish? Because I know they had to help you. Well, actually, the I, trout are I, really I easy to clean too. To yeah. The fact that Steve was down at the boat ramp getting some maintenance work done on his boat. Uh huh. So hold on, hold on. Will, Willie he didn't popped say, hey, in. Kurt, can, 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 give me a fillet now because I know Willie knows how to clean fish. Uh, they kind of just savored the moment, I guess. Oh, they were you know? being enjoying the charter trip. They were, they were savoring the moment. So, I mean, Lee and w- Willie didn't pick up a knife. Uh, no. Did no. they pick up the hose to help spray yeah. fish off or something? Um, mm-hmm. They took good pictures. That, that's a no. It took some nice. Pictures. I mean, the picture eyes can tell, but I mean, yeah. it only takes one person to take pictures. I was grateful that Steve stayed because yeah. I'd have been cleaning fish for an hour and a half. Yeah, absolutely. That being said, we cleaned them for. About so did close Steve to get an a hour. tip and to help clean in their fish? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I didn't ask you. So wait, let me, go, let me go back to the fish bags. There's four fish bags. Yeah. How many There's did you? Four, did yeah. you? My yeah. gosh! That's so let me guess. You, Steve, Lee, and Willie. Yep. Yeah. No, I mean, that's what I'm saying. You each got a bag. Fish. You, uh, Steve, Willie, and Lee. Steve didn't get any, and I, I didn't get any bag. 
this year. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Pelicans wait, ate a lot of Wait a minute. That's a lot of fish. That's a lot of fish. Wait, Willie and Lee took cool. all the fish and didn't even give you a bag? Well, that's all right. I mean, you know, I get it. Whoa, 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 Maybe he had a big family whoa, whoa, fish fry going on or something, you know? Whoa. Willie, you got to call in, man. What are you talking <laughs> you know, about? I, I got a bag of It gave me a bag of oranges. Thank you, A bag of oranges? Yeah, I got a bag of oranges. At least he didn't give you bananas. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was, uh, you can't. Uh, well, he's on. Are you kidding me, Willie? I I was grateful that we had a chance to fish and uh, and had to. Had to All right, to let's let's, let's go and talk to the man himself. Okay, good morning, Willie. Willie, hey, morning. Willie, 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 <laughs> Willie. Uh, Willie, I'm sorry. Uh, pl- please tell oh. me this is all a fabrication of lies. Willie, Willie, yeah. Willie, Willie, Willie. Well. First of all, thank you, Kirk, for such a great trip and making some great memories. Yeah, it was fun. I had a good time. Little Lee was happy. I can tell by the tone he's trying to kiss and make up. Buttering up. No, it was fun. I'm not trying to kiss up, butter up nothing. I paid for the trip. I didn't pay to clean fish. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It was. uh, Hey, if Kirk would have wanted some help, if he'd have asked, I'd have grabbed a knife and got right in there, but I didn't. Yeah. Hmm. You didn't have to. Hmm. Yeah. And I didn't leave him any fish because I ain't had none in a while. <laughs> <laughs> he gets he gets fish every day. Oh, <laughs> oh. I ain't cleaning them. Give it to him, Willie. Give it to him, and I'm gonna be able to eat every single bit of it. <laughs> hey, you got it. I tell you what, those fresh trout there. Did y'all cook them that night? Oh yeah, man, oh, they are yeah. so Willie, good. When Willie, fresh, you know what you need to do oh, man. every day because obviously you got enough fish to eat about three, four meals out of that with like family and friends. Mm-hmm. Send Kirk a you're picture cra- of every meal. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> you're crazy, man. These kids eat like they eat like half that fish in the first two days. Yeah, little Lee. I think uh, the whole time we we're out there. They had to pull He's him off the trough it. a couple times because he he ate the whole time we were out there. What a day, though! I mean, look at the, the table, man! Holy cow, Willie! What a day! Epic! Yeah, it was nice. Holy, it really cow. was. And little Lee caught yeah. the big fish. Well, Lee, little Lee outfished us all. Yeah, wow. he did. All right, so I got a, I got a question because this time of year, water temp was what? That was what fifty eight, wasn't it? Uh, 59. Yeah, it was 50, cold. 58, 59. And you're cold. saying that it took a while for you to locate these trout, which were in 20 feet of water? Yeah, they were deep. And the funny thing is, when we first pulled up to an area that, that I like to fish in, we weren't catching much. But I had a, you know, I was standing there with Willie and I said, look at that bottom recording. He goes, man, they're here. And I said, yeah, the yeah. bottom's lit up. We just need to get them going. Okay, and so the, the, it here, took here a while lies, to get them going. So you're losing, you're using shrimp, and you're trying to, you're fishing twenty feet of water. Mm-hmm. What's the current like? Yeah, it was when we Coming first in, got there. That, that it was moving. Yeah, it was moving. when We first but got it, there, and I told so him it needed to slow down. Slow down. Yeah. So to get it down to the fish, which you're marking in twenty feet of water, what kind of jig head weight did you have to have to get it down there, and how did you fish them? How did you fish well, the yeah. bait? You have to throw it up current, you know, and let it down to the bottom till you feel bottom, and then just let it bounce. All right, so go back. The the, the weight of the jig head. Mm-hmm. We used a quarter ounce, and That's like it? Willie said, you had to throw it up current, and what you had to do is that as it got even with the boat, you had to open the, the bail up on the reel, right. drop 10 feet of line, mm-hmm. clip it closed, and what you do is just lift the rod real slow. Yeah, you're like dabbing and, it. And drop it. You're like dabbing they, it. They, they wanted it slightly moving, 
and when they when they saw it and it bounced in front of them, you felt you just felt the thump. Right, typical trout bite. Did you thump. ever think about going to like a three H jig head? Just a, I like it moving. Okay, I, I really I want to cover some ground because they're not all piled up in one little spot. They're they're spread all out, and I I like yeah. it moving just a little bit. It's 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 hard, Jeff, to to sometimes to teach people. Look, here's the spot right in front of the boat. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I want you to throw out in front of the bow. Right. You know what I mean? They're like, what? I'm, I'm like, well, I, I, I get it. The strike zone's right here. Yeah. But to get to there, you have to throw it there. Yeah, it's not going to get down to there right. unless you throw it up there right. because it's as it's falling, it's coming back. Right. Exactly. Exactly. That's why I was saying maybe a three-eighths ounce to get you down into that window. Too much weight. Too much. It'd be too much weight. Does it get hung? It, it's Yeah, it's real okay. snaggy in there. Oh, a lot okay. of oysters and stuff. Okay. Yeah. There's... That's a good answer because I mean a lot of times people yeah. will think okay twenty feet of water yeah to get it down there yeah, I gotta the, I gotta go to a heavier bay a, a two ounce egg sinker yeah I mean yeah, yeah. Th- not necessarily the answer the answer right. is okay stick with still lighter jig head but throw it up current right and wait until the tide slows a little bit throw it way up current and then by the time it hits the bottom it's pretty much right up underneath your boat then you're just yeah. dabbing it through the the zone so to speak yeah interesting yep yep good stuff. Yeah, it was fun. Good stuff, Willie. Well, so how'd you how'd you cook the fish, Willie? Trying to um, get, I want to hear I, I want to hear the want to hear the details of the fish cook. I used that recipe that Kirk gave me: the uh, garlic buttered flavored Ritz ground up, and mm. used it as a, a coating, and put them in the oven and baked them. Oh my God! Did you use a little good. fresh Parmesan, fresh yep. grated Parmesan, Parmesan in there? Oh, money! Teaspoon of garlic <laughs> powder. What was that? You garlic powder, garlic powder, butter. crackers, yeah. and the parmesan, yeah, and it's, then it's, butter. Just real quick for p- people Dip that them in butter. We've we've given this recipe out for years. Yes, yeah, we have. It's just crushed butter. garlic butter Ritz crackers with some fresh grated yeah. fresh grated parmesan cheese mixed in. You can add a little bit of seasoning if you want to, but you don't need it. Yeah, sometimes I'll put smoked paprika or a mm-hmm. teaspoon of garlic powder. Money, and then you just dip the what fillets in butter. Mm. Did you, uh, Willie? Did you just bake it in the oven? Yes, that's exactly what we did. I we, we <laughs> like put, putting it on the copper, the crisper. copper crisper. Yeah, the copper yeah, crisper is money. In the oven, and it was delicious. It cook it cooks all the way around. If you put it on a baking sheet, then the bottom gets soggy. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, is which it is does. okay, but it's better to have the copper crisper. Yes, it's an infomercial <laughs> device, but it absolutely works. It, it works. Yeah. Works on fish. French fries, then, onion rings, everything. And then the next night, we substituted potato chips instead of the Ritz crackers. Yeah. Oh, really? You crushed yeah. those? And, mm-hmm. And what, crushed what, those what, what flavor? Oh, there's only one flavor. There's only one uh, flavor? Copper. There's only only one flavor. No, it was the copper kettle. I asked if she used the Lay's or not. She didn't say. She said she used the copper kettle. Yeah, you got to use Lay's. It's a little... <laughs> a, yeah, and, Plain, they, they, plain lace. Plain lace. Yeah, okay. Crush them up and use that as a coating on fish. Fantastic. It really is. It really is. It really I, I, is. We, we got we got to take a break, Willie. All right. All right. Have a Thank, great. You, Thank you, Willie. Enjoy the fish it. and uh, send Kirk more pictures of the fish. Yeah. Oh, every night. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Willie. Uh, 641-1010 if you want to give us a call right here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter.
Coastal Equipment on New Kings Road and in McClenny. They've got all the equipment for your needs. The full line of Kubota. They've got all the Gravely zero-turn mowers, all the land pride attachments that need to go on your Kubota tractor and, and drove by there the other day. Man, they got all kinds of inventory there. Mm-hmm. So if you need a small, compact utility tractor, Coastal Equipment has got one for you. All right, let's go to the phone lines. Luigi's going to chime in on the Parmesan crushed <laughs> garlic butter Ritz cracker recipe. Good morning, Luigi. Good morning, guys. Hey, Kurt, since we went last month, I don't think it's warmed up, by the way. No, <laughs> it hasn't. It sure has. Jeez. All right, hey, so, so just real quick, okay. Luigi, because when you call in and you got a name like Luigi, you got instant cred when it comes to recipes. <laughs> I, I, I try not. I try to be modest about that, but uh, I do understand that. I mean, right? Am I right? I mean, the guy's no name's Luigi. <laughs> yeah. Hey. I mean, so I'm very careful with the advice. So here we go. I'm going to put it on the line. So something I use instead of Parmesan, and uh-huh. I've been meaning to tell you this, Kurt, for a while. I just keep forgetting. Okay. Is uh, I like to use Pecorino Romano. It's uh, huh. you, you get it at, at you know the the, the store S- we all love to go. Spell to. that Pecorino. Pecorino. P e C O R I N A Romano R O M A N O. Did I do that right? It's yep. a Pecca Pecamarino Marano. Ah, it's that's what it is. So yeah, you buy that at Publix pizza. with the grated Parmesan in the same area? Yeah, it's at right right there. If you're getting the good stuff up by the deli, it's right in the same area. It's got a texture kind of like uh, what my mom used to call. The uh, fake Parmesan cheese, that green craft stuff. Yeah, so I'm right. looking at this it's, Locatelli grated pecorino romano. Whatever you call it, you butcher. You butcher. That's the first time uh, I've ever heard me? Jeff do Italian. I've never heard. <laughs> yeah, I've never heard Locatelli pecorino romano. Now I know why. It does it better than I. I got something. Yeah, I got something in my eye now. Something stuck in my eye. Blinking over here. Luigi, Jeez. that was kind of like Jeff. that was kind of like the redneck version. Yeah. Of oh, yeah, that's not good. Every time I talk Italian, I speed all over the place. Huh? Mama me, it's a spice to meet the ball. I'm like a sprinkler in here. Huh? We brought we brought an Italian down to South Georgia here. That's oh, right, Lord. So why is this better than a Parmesan? So it's 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 just got it's got a little bit of a bite like you know if you get uh, provolone versus like a real smoked kind of a provolone yeah. you get that that little bit of a bite yeah kind uh, of like a like bit like a asiago kind of bitter yeah yeah you know what that's okay. actually a good comparison not the same but that kind of a bite so like okay. the difference so between it, it, cheddar and sharp cheddar right but the Italian version yeah. okay yeah, yeah. I like that that's it, a great it, idea I never know thought it's about there that. yeah yeah so it's one of, and some people are gonna love it. And other people are gonna be like, Luigi just wasted my time because uh, it does. It's got a, it's got a little bit of its own flavor, but uh, that's what I use when I'm just sprinkling Parmesan on my pasta too. So okay, so um, this is the go-to yeah. to for even pasta and pizza. Yeah, you can okay. use it for any of that stuff, and it's just a, a you know trying something different. You might like it, you might not. No, no I'm gonna try. try. That's a great give idea. It a try. It's got a little bit of a bite, huh? <laughs> it's got a little bit of a bite. That's what I. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you never know. Luigi. That was crazy. Hey, yeah. Not brave. me. Yeah. You're brave calling in here, you know? Yeah. That just takes bravery just to start with. Are you kidding me? Um, I've been down here 20 years. I know what I'm getting into. All right, so Luigi, uh, just while we got you on, on, the, on the air here, um, yes, Lee, Willie's Lee, uh-huh. Lee Bowman, sent us a picture, mm. and I just want to describe this to people. 
because this is like a, a dish from heaven. Okay, imagine Lee has cooked a bowl, and it's a bowl of grits. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's a bed of grits mm-hmm. in the bottom of the bowl. Right. And then it looks like there's a little bit of maybe Tabasco or some kind of or red, red eye gravy or, or red eye gravy or red maybe. eye gravy yeah. with a with a square pat of butter, butter. Mm-hmm. on the side of the bowl mm-hmm. and then it's got what appears to be four cubes of fried fish Tri- trout chunks with uh, what's on top the chi- the green onions chives the chives yeah. on top green mm-hmm. onion. is that not a bowl of heaven right there luigi luigi <laughs> i mean it's got it it's got it all oh. <laughs> i mean it's uh that actually sounds amazing. You said somebody sent that in as a picture or something? Yeah, Lee, yeah. Lee sent it in to rub it in on Kirk because he didn't get a bag of fish from Willie and Lee <laughs> fishing the other day. So <laughs> Lee wanted to share what the second part of the dish looked like. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Kirk, send me over. I want to see a picture of it. I'll do it. Okay. I'll send it to your brother. All right, yeah. All right you guys. Thanks, Luigi. Well. Thanks. Be here, yeah, man. Bye-bye. Take care. Yeah. Hey, bon voyage. Here, I'm going to send it to you, Kirk. <laughs> Here, Kirk, I'm going to send you a picture because I screenshot uh, it. So you while you guys are doing that, I'm going to go, go talk to Chip. Good morning, Chip. 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 What's up, guys? What's up, buddy? Morning. Just freezing my uh, tatas off up here. All right, so, uh, <laughs> so Chip, I wanted to bring this up with somebody, and why not do it now? So we made a, we had a Facebook post this week because I can't remember who Kirk sent it to us, and it was a picture of the menu board yeah, at, at a McDonald's in yeah. the 1970s. Did you in wow. 1972? Yeah, God, it was a great. Hey, wait, picture. Let me ask Chip. So have you seen the post, Chip? Um, I'll find it. While no, 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 don't find it. Uh, I want to ask you a question. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Trivia. Yeah. Trivia. Trivia. Okay. Don't 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 look. Don't D- cheat. Don't look. How much? And this is 1972. How much was a cheeseburger at McDonald's in 1972? Um, I'm gonna guess less than 60 cents. Half. Yeah. Keep keep going. Yeah. 24. No, no, no. A little bit more than half. Okay. Wow. 34. 33 cents. 33 cents. Because with taxes, wow. it rolled it up to thirty-five somebody, cents. Somebody did the addition. Did you see that? Yeah, the whole, the yeah. whole, the whole thing is the like, whole menu. It's like five dollars and seventy-six. Yeah, if you bought yeah. everything on the menu, you can't even get a happy meal for that now. Oh, so the wow. so the menu to share with people. If you haven't seen it, go to our Facebook page. Okay, a Big Mac, sixty-five cents. Yes, and that's and that was the top item. I mean, that was like the most expensive item. No, no, no. Quarter pounder with cheese, 70. Oh, okay. yes. All right, there you go. The uh, filet of fish, 48 cents. 48 cents. Large order of French fries, 46 cents. Wow, that's 26 crazy. 26 cents for a hot apple pie? What 26 cents for a hot apple pie. And let me tell you, oh, yeah, it was dude. worth every yeah, stinking penny. Yeah, it was. That, those, because that was the old were, school deep fried apple pie. Yeah, it was. Man, yep. they were Awesome. Where it had the little bubbles in the yes. in the pastry part of the outside, yes. crispy, burn the top of your mouth before they changed them to the stinky baked junk. Yeah, apple pies. Yeah, I mean, you think about it for a dollar and six cents, you could get a Big Mac, fries, and a Coke. Dollar and six cents. Dollar and six cents. <laughs> wow, crazy. I don't see. I first of all, 
they have this triple ripple ice cream cone. Yeah, I want to know what that is. I never had that. No, I never had that either. So I have no idea what that is. I never had the orange aid. I had the orange. I had the orange aid. It's kind of like a um, fan orange. No, what was that? Fizz. What was that drink they used I to see. have? The you know the astronauts used to drink tang, tang, tang. 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 It's kind of like a tangy thing. Tangy. That's what I drank. I didn't drink Coke. When I was a little kid, like oh, I, I drank, drank orange I drank drink. Coke like, oh, I always like, drank like, like a fish. Oh, I drank me too. orange drink. Totally. Thank goodness I had good genetics for teeth. Where my yeah, teeth are rotted out. Yeah, now. oh yeah. You no. know? No, wait, I never. Yeah, it was RC, RC and moon pies. That was yep, just RC, RC cola. Yeah, RC was, cola and a moon pie. <laughs> yeah, that was. But back in the day, I would scarf down a Big Mac, a French fry, and a Coke. Oh yeah. Now, I can't eat it. No. I won't eat it. Mm-hmm. It makes me sick. You don't like the special sauce? I can't yeah, see, I don't like eat it a Big Mac all. anymore. Yeah, I mean, I'll eat it, and then I'll just go, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But now, do you remember Do you remember the jingle for it? No. To all be patty, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, lettuce, oh, sauce, yeah, sesame, yeah, feed, yeah, bun. Oh, yeah, 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 No? Yeah, okay. remember the jingle. There but I'm go. just telling you, if, if, if I could go back in time mm-hmm. and eat one of these as a kid, it's the hot apple pie. Absolutely. Now the, here's, the, here's or a, the French fries. Here's here's one. Or for the you. French fries. But but see, I can get the French fries at Angie's. Oh, okay. Angie's okay. Subs has got French fries just as good, if not better. Okay. And here's the one. old school McDonald's. And fries. here's one for you that goes back before these guys. There used to be a restaurant called Shoney's. Oh, sure. love oh, yeah, Shoney's. Yeah. Home of the big boy. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. The big boy yeah. was the burger, the double yeah. beef burger before the Big Mac ever became in existence all i cared about then was the hot fudge sundae hot fudge cake yeah Woo! that thing with at chonies yeah oh, the chocolate cake and the ice cream cube my and mom the, would yeah. call she'd go what do you boys want for dinner and i go i want a big boy and hot fudge cake and she'd go okay and she'd go by and pick them up mm. on the way home once in a while all right chip uh we, we, we talked food uh, you're talking about shed hunting is that your question yep i'm kind of curious i sent you a picture of a deer that we're we saw him right up before season ended, and we're, he's got junk all over his antlers. But we're trying to – I'm trying to figure out when – I know they probably change up, but when – what time of year they actually start popping them off. And oh, first of all, really good deer. Wow, what yeah. a deer. I haven't seen that deer all year. I haven't um, seen any pictures of that deer. Yeah, Kevin sent me a picture. Well, or show me the picture he's of it. He's not on your property, Kevin. He's, he's over here. Uh, where Mike and I are hunting. Wow! So. I, w- I will tell you this: the now that they're done, you know, breeding, mm-hmm. yeah, their ranges go back to being pretty small. Mm-hmm. And I would not even think about shed hunting until the end of March. Yeah, that's right. Okay. And and I because I, I think that's what your question was going to be is when and where to start because if you if you start looking so, soon, I, I, you're going to risk bumping them. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, and I that's what, exactly what you don't want to do. You want to try to wait as long as you can before things start to get green. I, I, I think that Jeff and I are in agreement here. We love to turkey hunt in the morning and then shed hunt yes. in the afternoon. That's that's gotcha. that's the time. Just, you know, still before all the leaves get on the trees and stuff like that so you can see. Um, is, is, now, there's going to be a few places that I'm going to take a peek at in a field that's close oh, yeah, to yeah, the yeah. building. They're used to some human activity. Okay, I'll look there. But I'm not going scrounging around some bedding areas and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, the right. deep, dark right. areas that you don't want to be touching, man. Because, again, you'll risk blow bumping them. them. You'll yeah, blow yeah. them out. Blow them out of there. And then, well, Jeff, do you, guys, do you guys follow their scrape and rub lines as well? Or do you uh, just 
look in the betting areas mainly. No, I, I look, number one, I look in the field because I don't want to end up having to change tractor tires. That's my <laughs> yeah. first place that I look at. Yeah. You know, anywhere where the groceries are at yeah. is number one. I agree. That's where I look at. <laughs> betting areas are very difficult. Now, I will walk a lot of the creek bottoms if, if it's fairly dry in the spring because you can see better. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fields are where it's at. I'm not a big fan of walking through bedding areas. No, we don't just, find a lot of sheds not. in Fargo. We find we we don't find a lot of sheds either. We really don't. No, I no, mean, but, I don't but, know if it's because it's so thick. Yeah, or... but but it is interesting what what Chip is saying is that if you've had pictures of this deer all year, because uh, I have pictures of what I deemed a Halloween buck, and he, I, I've got I've got pictures of him after season, and he, it, and this deer never left this area all year had pictures of him even during rut had pictures of him in this particular area so i know he lives right there somewhere and i'd love to find his sheds mm-hmm. that would be yeah be that's really the cool. same way with this buck he's been there all year long and you know it doesn't get harassed nobody's hunted this area in like 20 years and you know it's, it's just nobody goes in there yeah so i'd like to try to find it and see if we can't pattern him next year a little bit so yeah. That 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 would be cool. All right, buddy. We got yeah, to take but you just break. remember one thing: the yep. patterns that he has now, and when he drops the sheds, is going to be a completely different pattern when he rolls around in the fall. I mean, these deer change patterns a lot. Yep, they do. You know, yep. so absolutely. Uh, but I mean, look, I would say that in some sometime in late March to early April, before things really get green and start mm-hmm. exploding, man, if you're gonna if you're gonna venture into some places. That's probably the time. Yep. You know, end of March, early April, that's the time to start poking around maybe in areas that you think that the deer are betting in. Roger that. I appreciate it, guys. All right, All right. Have Gee, a good Chip. weekend. All right, let's take a break. We come back. We've got a Ring Power Cat Tip of the Week right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. It's time now for the Ring Power Cat Tip of the Week. Ring Power and the Cat Rental Store has the most dependable, youngest fleet in the industry. Go to ringpower.com to learn more and to see exactly what piece of equipment you can get at a great rate. And dependability matters, folks, when it comes to rental fleets. And at Ring Power, you know you're getting dependability. This week's tip, next weekend, we will be live at the Jacksonville Boat Show. Mm-hmm. I heard that's going to be good. I, aren't they even doing, like, you know, clinics and stuff? I think they are. The uh, The North Florida Marine Association has this boat show that's happening next Friday, Saturday, and Sunday mm-hmm. at the Prime Osborne Convention Center. You can go to BoatJax.com, and that's J-A-X.com. And if you go to the website, you'll be able to find the link to the Jacksonville Boat Show. You can buy tickets right online. You can find out the schedule and the details, everything. Which I'd really like to know who's putting on those clinics, the seminars. Yeah, those seminar thingies. Yeah, the seminars are, are free to go to. That's yeah. nice. The, the, oh, the, really? you know, look, yes, the uh, admission. <laughs> We're not getting paid for adults is fifteen dollars. Children oh. ages five to twelve is that, that's five dollars. Under five, they're free. Mm-hmm. Okay, and if they're 13, they're not considered a child anymore. Okay, you got to pay well, the adult Depends friend. on how they act. Exactly. <laughs> uh, seniors are only $12. Military and first responders, $12 with an ID. And uh, the hours, Friday, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday, 
10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Sunday, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. They've got the free kids fishing clinic, which will be Saturday and Sunday. Those are going from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. First 100 kids each day to complete the interactive clinic will receive a rod and reel combo. Wow. Courtesy of Continental Battery Systems. Very wow. Cool. Then they sweet. can leave that clinic, the free kids clinic, and then they can go and listen to Captain Kirk and Captain Kevin mm-hmm. do a seminar on Sunday and Saturday both at 2 p.m. You know what you guys should talk about? The banjo minnow. The banjo minnow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, why not? That'd be a great that'd be a great yeah. thing. Yeah, leave that one at home. Oh, see? I'm trying to help. But that's this week's uh, Ring Power Cat Tip of the Week. Join us next weekend at the Jacksonville Boat Show. There was only one thing worse than the Banjo Minnow. What's that? The helicopter lure. Helicopter <laughs> oh, <laughs> mm-hmm. lure. Yeah, you remember the helicopter lure? I do. I don't know. Martin? Yeah. I thought the pocket they catch fish though. was kind of lame. Ronco presents yeah, but, the pocket fisherman. Yeah, but you could use that. I mean, the, the helicopter lure, that, and, and there's, two, there's two things that come to my mind. When I think of like getting ripped off, the helicopter lure and the squealer, the squealer. I never heard of that. The yes, squealer you did too. No. Yeah, what was the yes, squealer? You did. Eddie, um, the the squealer was the the turkey. Oh, call. the turkey call. Yeah, oh. yeah which total was, total BS. <laughs> which, which only called in coyotes. Yeah, <laughs> it did seriously called coyotes and bobcats. It total, was, it was a total it, fun. And and when you went in, they had this, these huge displays, Chris, in Walmart. Huge dis uh, Eddie Salter, um, of of just the 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 squealer, and they would all be gone. I mean, and 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 that went on for like one year, mm-hmm. and then you go in there the next year, ain't nobody, nobody, <laughs> nobody, nobody bought one. Yeah, so mm. uh, uh, squealer, the squealer. So so just just a quick story. Uh huh. Um, used to with uh, with Ford Riley. We did uh, the what we call the turkey shootout, and, and it was all of the uh, landowners would have a team, right? So, so we Gal Baby was was um, the, the owned the land. You remember Gal Baby? Oh yeah. So, 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 so I was on Ford's team, mm-hmm. and and it was it was a it was this was a big deal. So they would you would take your turkey, you you would have kind of a what would be a dinner the night before. Mm-hmm. And everybody, all the hunters would be there, and and um, and so first off, uh, Kayla was my partner. Kayla was my gunman. I, Ford, Ford would let me bring Kayla. I, I didn't take a gun. Mm-hmm. And anyway, one night we're we're sitting there, and um, Kayla was probably I, I'm I'm gonna say 10, 11 years old. And uh, we're at the big table at one of these big plantations. People serving us dinner. It was awesome, right? Anyway, this guy is sitting next to Kayla, and, they, and they're just yapping, yapping, and you know, Kayla, Kayla's like, so what do you do? And he said, I'm the governor. <laughs> it was Sonny Purdue. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Excellent governor. Uh, yeah, yes, excellent governor. Um, but Eddie Salter was there, okay? Mm-hmm. And he was wow. he was the uh, the speaker. And, and at that time, this was when the squealer was just coming out. Oh, boy. Okay. So he's up there, you know. Promoting Oh, it. man, oh, I'm telling no. you, on and on and on and on. So next day, fast forward, right? Kayla killed a hell of a bird. Mm-hmm. It was one of the highlights of my hunting career. To, for her to, to pull up in the truck. For her Use to the get, squealer? 
So, so wait, wait. <laughs> so you're getting ahead of me here. So, I, I, and and by the way, Eddie Salter just—he's a nice guy. He great guy, and great he guy. loved Kayla. He yeah. thought that was so cool mm. that this little girl was going, you know, hunting with me, and she was my gunman, and 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 so, I mean, you know, all these dudes, and and here's Kayla with dragon, you know, Kayla with Lil. She's got this big turkey that she killed with a big old smile, and I said, Kayla. I said, when Eddie comes up to you, I said, you know, tell him we use the squealer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and sure, sure enough, she comes. He comes up and he's so happy for her, you know. And he's like, he's and, and he goes, you gotta t- tell me the details. And she goes on. And she said, yeah, and Dad, Dad used the squealer. And he goes, no way. He <laughs> <laughs> was shocked. And he's like, really? And she goes, no, no. <laughs> And I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe she just threw him under the bus. <laughs> uh, that's great. Yeah, but uh, great, great memories. Great memories. Classic. Awesome. Yeah, classic. All right, uh, let's go talk to Chris. He's got a Pelican question, yes. which is right up Kirk's alley. Mm-hmm. Morning, Chris. <laughs> hey, good morning, boys. Morning. Um, yeah, Kirk, I wanted to talk to you. Um, I told I, you, I see. I rolled up. I, 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 um, I rolled up to the uh, Mayport boat ramp. I guess it was Thursday morning, that real cold morning we had, and yeah, I found a dead pelican laying right next to the bird. I mean, the, uh, the cleaning tables there. Yeah, yeah. And then I came up the next day. There was and two there of was them. A second dead one yeah. laying beside it. Yeah. So I was talking to your friend Dave. Mm-hmm. David Bissell. And, um, yeah. He said, "Yeah, Bissell. Um, he was going to call you, and I called FWC while we were both sitting there, right, and talked to them." And then um, I rode over to Oak Harbor, drove into Oak Harbor. There's a dead pelican laying in the parking lot. Really? Really. Did you call FWC on that one? Well, I I came, I was coming back through Mayport and I saw Rob. Okay. So you told him? Yeah. And I told, I told him about it and he and I were just sitting there talking and how strange that seemed that three of them within like two days and he couldn't figure it out either. Yeah, I talked to him. Yeah, I talked to him for a long time yesterday. He and I talked, and um, he called the biologists. They they taken those in for necropsies of how to figure out what's what happened. Now I know as a fact, every year we lose some pelicans due to the extreme cold temperatures. Mm -hmm. There was one down on the beach down my way. Really? Mm -hmm. Now I see that's not good. You know, and what they're trying to figure out is whether there's a possibility there's an avian flu. You know, so folks, if, not that you could get super sick, but in talking to Rob yesterday, you don't want to handle these birds. Okay. If they're dead, don't touch them. Um, you know, they could possibly um, contain some kind of virus that could make you sick. Well, you know, uh, and, and not to raise any super alarms with the community, but, you know, any anytime you have a, a wildlife like that dying, it's of concern to all of us. Mm-hmm. And sure. I think a lot of people uh, – compassionately want to protect the animals and and we do too and so we were very concerned and I, I got in touch with uh lieutenant bridwell yesterday and then I, Corey talked to uh, rob and then rob and i talked um it could be cold affected you know you just don't you don't know we've yep. had some very extreme temperatures and right. i know for a fact a lot of times these birds like to roost mm-hmm. in spots typical as you know these metal roofs during the daytime when the sun does get up they heat up, and so the birds naturally will flock to those particular areas on the river, on boathouses and what have you, and they roost on top of those metal roofs. 
and if we get a light freeze, their feet will stick to the roof. Mm-hmm. And a bird's foot stuck to a, a frosted roof is if they try to fly off, it'll stress the bird out trying to get loose. Right. Yeah. And sometimes you'll even look down and see the the webbing on some of their feet that's torn or or whatever, and that's typically what it's from. So they don't know what's wrong with them, but I told him typically we see one or two but every once in a while. But they'll keep us updated. Yeah, he yeah, told me okay. let let me know. So. Yeah, he took he took my he took my phone number and said he he'd keep me updated. Now I kind of feel like Chris McFall, Pelican Detective. <laughs> well, and that's good. I yeah, mean, you know, sure. it's good that people keep an have an the environment. Yeah, we have enough concerns at least to notify the, those people that are that that are in charge of that stuff to see if we can figure out what's going on. You know. If there's a problem well, with it, if we can help them, let's help them. Yeah, the strangeness is when I went over to Oak Harbor and there and there was another dead one in the laying in the parking lot, and I thought this is weird. Yeah, at, at the boat ramp. Yeah, mm. yeah, mm. that is weird. Yeah, right at the boat ramp there. Yeah, that's that is. And it just, it raised my it raised my um my curiousness. Yeah, it's a concern. Yeah. It really is. I mean, I, I saw one. I told Rob I saw one uh, about a week ago, but this one had a broken wing or something wrong with its wing. And sometimes no. they get caught in a rigging of shrimp boats and oh, stuff yeah. happens. But, yep. you know, we don't want people out there shooting them with pellet guns no. or hitting them with baseball bats no. or oh. boat hooks or gaffing but, them or whatever. I would both morons doing yeah. that. Let's just yeah. don't do that, yeah. you know. So, I mean, well, Rob was, Rob was telling me he picked up a couple that had been shot with paintball guns from the shrimp boats. Yeah, yeah. Mm. All right. So, Thanks, Chris. Yeah, just uh, I just want to touch base. All, All right, right guys, you all take care. All, all right, right Chris, thank you, Chris. All right, let's take a break. We come back. We've got a uh, Kirby Co. cooking tip of the week mm-hmm. that Kirk does not like. Hmm. Oh, he doesn't. Oh, he doesn't. I I I got to find out why. Uh, and and I and I had, to, had something happen to me this week mm-hmm. at my house mm-hmm. that I've I've got to tell you about because you're going to be like, no way. All right. All right. Uh, that and more right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show, brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. Stackham Storage is back, Jeff. All right. Yeah, they said that uh, they got a new warehouse that will hold at least 100 boat oh, trailers. Wow. wow. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Yep. So They've been busy. More room. They, they, more room. And, and, and here's, here's the really cool thing about this, right? They'll, they'll come get your trailer. They'll take it. They'll make sure it's washed, just that and the other. But whenever you call them, they'll bring it back to you. But they'll, they'll actually do a five-point inspection. Before they bring it back to you, to make sure your lights are working, your bearings are greased, everything. Tires cool. are in. The tires are you know, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Not dry rotted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you need some place to uh, store your your boat trailer, even a jet ski trailer, uh, it's if you go to stackmstorage.com or if you want to give them a call nine six two ninety six zero five. And by the way, they will be there with us uh, also next weekend at the Jacksonville Boat Show. And just a, a reminder. That we will be at Whalen Bay booth um, next 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 Saturday. Mm, so just let, let folks know. Come see us. All right. So uh, let's go ahead and do a Kirby Co. Builders Cooking Tip of the Week. Kirk doesn't like this. Yeah, I yeah, always do. Yeah. Kirby yeah. Co. Builders, industry leader and proven provider of framing, drywall, interior, and exterior finishing on both commercial and residential mm-hmm. products. Go to KirbyCoBuilders.com to learn more. Okay, this week's tip. Okay, so. A little bit of a story here. Uh-huh. 
So on Thursday during the football season, we would do a TV show at Strings Brewery. Right. On right. Main Street. Oh, yeah. And they have really good wings. Oh, yeah. Have really good wings. A couple times, yeah. And uh, they, they uh, soak them in sweet tea and then, then they sweet s- tea. smoke. Yeah. Really? Yeah, they I've marinate never heard of that. Soak Me them in sweet neither. tea. Me neither. There's another tip. Yeah. And then they smoke them. Huh. And then they put them in the fridge. And then whenever, you know, the, or somebody makes an order, then they flash fry them. And then they put whatever sauce mm-hmm. you choose if you choose to have sauce on. Mm-hmm. So one night I got some and got the Alabama white sauce on it. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, do you guys know what Alabama white sauce is? I guess Kirk the, does because he doesn't like it. I have no idea. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. Well, so, Alabama white sauce, you got to go back to Alabama in the mid-1920s when Big Bob Gibson began cooking in his backyard go in a two-story house. Okay? Big Bob. He cooked uh, whole chickens and big pork shoulders in a hand-dug pit and served them from an oak plank table nailed to a sycamore tree. Oh, Sounds my. Sounds like something Luigi would do. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so we're thinking it and we're on the sycamore tree, huh? That's right. Uh, he had a lot of vinegar-based sauces. His pork sauces, what was described as kind of an Eastern-style North, North Carolina barbecue mm-hmm. sauce and, you know, the old sop mop. Mm-hmm. His chicken sometimes stayed on his pit for three hours. When you're you know, pulling a pit of chickens, you've got to have some way of keeping those chickens moist, keep them from drying out. So this is where he came up with this mayonnaise-based sauce. Oh, yep. mayonnaise okay. and vinegar. Mayonnaise-based. Yeah, the fat and the mayonnaise basically used as a buffer against the chicken drying out once it came off the pit. Mayonnaise was an ingredient on many other cooking staples like potato salad, deviled eggs, as we know. But mm-hmm. using it in barbecue sauce, man, that was crazy. Crazy. Okay, an effective one, though. Tangy, peppery, the flavor accentuated rather than dominated. It melded with the smoked chicken, okay, and it became an extremely popular sauce. It, uh, mm. People described it as a mayonnaise sauce. Yeah, but crazy. I, uh, Lily, this guy Lily, would say he would describe it as a vinegar sauce with mayonnaise in it more than anything. Yeah, okay. Eastern style, North Carolina. So when Gibson opened his first restaurant in Decatur in 1925, the white sauce was there from day one. Okay, moved to a lot of different locations, okay? But Big Bob Gibson's Barbecue, current locations are uh, uh, on 1715 6th Avenue, and they're all in Decatur, Decatur, Alabama. He's got another one at 2520 Danville Road. And so his sauce is like big-time popularity. It's been on Mm -hmm. shows all around the world. Mm -hmm. So they have this Alabama White at Strings. Mm -hmm. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. Their wings are outstanding. Mm-hmm. The Alabama white is outstanding. So, a, a, a stupid question. Yeah. It, is, is it like, is it what you dip the wing into the sauce or is it cooked on Either the way, wing? However, you want to do it. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. However, yeah. you want to do it. So, up at Hunt Camp, mm-hmm. Scotty Brown brought in uh, a packet of chicken thighs. Okay. Oh, and so, Scotty what I do Brown. with chicken thighs, I like to debone them mm-hmm. and to get out. Those uh, gristly pieces that are right around the end of the bone on one of them. Yeah, me too. So I debone them, and then I fold them back up into that kind of that ball. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. I don't want them flat and spread out. I want them in a ball. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I season them with the Blues Hog Sweet and Savory that is available at Hagen Ace. Mm-hmm. And I've been <laughs> pumping it up for years. It's yeah. the best season in yeah. yeah, I use it. So I put a little bit of that on it, and then I put them all on the smoker, the Traeger, okay, the Sissy Grill, the Wood Pellet Grill, mm-hmm. good, Gordon would say. Mm-hmm. Okay, and smoked them at about 385 for about 45 minutes. Skin just crispy as all get out 
on the top. Mm-hmm. We put them on a plate and drizzle because we had some leftover Alabama white sauce from strings and drizzled a little bit over the top of that. Son. Wow. I mean, I'm that talking so- top-notch best chicken I've ever had. Wow. <laughs> Sounds okay? amazing. Yep. So what we did is on our Facebook and Instagram page, we put up a link to where you can buy because you can buy Big Bob Gibson's Alabama white sauce online, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is the original. The original Alabama white sauce that was ever made. Sounds good. Never tried it. And if you want to. Why aren't you a fan of it? I'm just not a big fan. I'm, I'm just a traditionalist, I guess. Oh, okay. You know, just like the regular barbecue sauce. Mm. So JP Shadrick, mm-hmm. okay, uh, got us an order. He's got a bottle for me. I can't wait to get it. He made an order of like six different bottles, or, or it was like a six pack. Mm-hmm. You know, you get mm-hmm. six bottles, and so he's got one for me. But you can also go online and you can make your own Alabama white sauce. Yeah, Tara did that this past week. Mayonnaise and vinegar, and I think it's black pepper. Some different seasonings. Yeah, lemon juice. Yeah. Yep. So if you want to make your own Alabama white sauce, you can do that online. But if you want to go ahead and buy it, Mm -hmm. okay. But if you're looking for something different to give yourself a little bit different flavor on your chicken, oh man, yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. Like really good stuff. Yeah. All right. All right. So, so before we go to the phone lines, real quick story. I'm going to yeah. tell you this. Just uh, I'll, I'll make it quick. Um, last the, the the last week of deer season um, on that that Thursday, um, I needed one more doe, so I, I harvested the doe, brought her back, cleaned her, deboned the ham, you know, cut the shoulders out, back strap, put it in my cooler, ice over it, came home. And, 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 you know, I always drain it for about four or five days, mm-hmm. you know, and it's been cold. It's been perfect. Right? Oh, yeah. So, um, on, on, Age, one, ages the meat a little bit. Ages the meat a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah. And, and it, it gets all the blood out of it, you know. So, anyway, um, mo- Monday morning, um, nine, 10 o'clock, I let Fancy out the backyard, right? The dog. Yeah. The dog. Thank you. And, uh, she starts looking up in the air going crazy. Look, and I'm like, what the hell is she doing? You know, I mean, she's acting, Acting crazy, and I walk out there, and I don't see anything, right? And uh, buzzers. So yeah, so so then I I see her doing it again, and I go out there, and there's a buzzard on the roof, and I'm like, uh oh, rot row. Why, why the hell is there a buzzard on my? You know what are we doing here? Yeah, you don't want to smells that blood coming out of that cooler. No, so so I walk around with with fancy to the front yard, and there's a there's a piece of meat. In my front yard. Oh, and I'm like, I'm like, what? I'm like, oh my gosh! So that's a piece of deer meat. Uh oh. Walked over to my cooler and there's a ham and a backstrap gone. Coons. I I mean, that's the only thing that could be raccoons. Yeah, they're smart enough to open it. Oh yeah, and 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 it was, and they closed it. I mean, obviously, but it was like it was shut shut hard. Mm -hmm. Unbelievable. Yeah, they 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 got in that cooler, and 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 pulled out a ham and they're a like strap. monkeys, crazy. They're smart animals. Yeah. I'm telling yeah. you. Yeah, I was. I, I, I obviously from from now on, I would have to I literally have to use my yeti. Hey, you, you know, well, with the with the, with the it's latchet, bear proof. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just, like yeah. use a bungee cord on. Right, the old exactly. I, I never would. I've, I've done it for years. You know, yeah. never had any problems with that. But they they opened that joker up. Don't you know when they got open, they were like, yeah, come on. Can you on. imagine? Man, they're, they're probably over there like fat <laughs> little ticks in the woods, man, sleeping yeah, it off. That thing opened up like, dude, <laughs> yeah. look at what we got. Yeah. 
great job, Charlie. Yeah, no eating grubs tonight, baby. Yes, sir. We're eating don't, prime don't rib. Don't you know they were in the woods going, oh, my God. I can't eat another <laughs> bite. Let's another. go one more time. Yeah. Oh. I'm so completely stuffed. <laughs> I don't know. Mama Mia, that's a spice of meat to ball. Damn things. Yeah, yeah those, those Goon, buzzards, man. though. Yeah. Dude, they it's can a, smell. It's a oh, you yeah. know, that was amazing because yeah. Mike harvested a couple does on, on Saturday, mm-hmm. and we cleaned them, and we we got them all broke down, and I, I said, go ahead and dump them. So he takes them out and dumps them. No buzzards anywhere to be yeah, seen. That's right. None. Pretty cold. Next thing I know, we're sitting around the campfire looking at the pit. Mike goes, there's one. And I said, one what? And I look up, and I go, golly, there's a buzzard. Within 45 minutes, there were six or seven of them circling. Uh, uh, Jeff. I couldn't believe mm-hmm. it. If if turkeys had that olfactory sense, you'd never <laughs> kill one. Oh, nope. We'd be done. You, no you, ch- you, no you would kill one. No. With his eyesight and his hearing, and then if he had that, I don't, I don't it'd be damn near impossible. I'm amazed, man. Yeah. It's just like out of nowhere yeah. they find that. Yeah, I'm not talking about a kill that's been festering I for know, a couple exactly. days. Exactly. I know. We're talking about something that's fresh. Yeah. It was walking four hours ago, yeah. you know? It's like, dad, gummit, man. Yep. Amazing. Right. We so uh, just real quick on, yep. on buzzards. Yes. Uh, reading this uh, guy's post, uh, obviously knows about the turkey buzzard, vulture, whatever. The sense of smell of the turkey vulture is phenomenal. From 200 feet in the air, they can smell a dead mouse under leaves in a forest. <laughs> Unreal. Yeah. Yeah. How about that? 200 feet yeah. in the air. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yep. Anyway, let's uh, let's go to the phone lines and bring up Lester. Morning, Lester. Morning. Hello. Morning. How you doing? Hey. Oh, there, there we go. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Let me. I, I want to meet the guy who who uh, asked the buzzer that question. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Very true, but um, yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, it's uh, they're saying that a uh, turkey vultures can travel like 200 miles in a day, no problem. Right. You know, and all they're doing basically is flying around trying to smell. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're shopping. Yeah. And uh, amazing, man. so vultures prefer meat as fresh as possible and won't eat extremely rotted carcasses. No, they won't. But they, uh, they love to, they, they say they can smell dead carrion like a, like a, you know, deer body or something like that from miles oh, away. I'm sure they wow. can. I, I tell you, that one of those big does that Big Head shot last year, we went to the camp, got the four-wheeler, and come back, and there was two buzzards already uh, standing down you there know, around. You know, the, 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 one road, or the one animal that they love the most is an armadillo. They will, yeah. they will eat and an armadillo. Everything will eat an armadillo from what I understand. Is that right? Yeah, everything. I, I won't eat an armadillo. I heard that some people right. like to eat armadillo. I'll, I'll eat armadillo. Armadillo on hash show. Yeah, I've eaten armadillo. Okay. Yeah. Nope. Not. All right. So here, Lester, here's. Good. I've yeah. got I've got 15 interesting facts about turkey vultures for oh, you guys. Oh boy. Okay, Lester. Okay. Are you guys ready? Oh boy. Yes. Yeah. Far yeah. away. Okay. The turkey vulture is related to the bur- stork. Stork. Okay. Of course. Okay. okay. Not to any that. birds of prey. Okay. Their scientific name in Latin means cleansing breeze. Oh. Well, it's like cleaning oh, the wow. forest floor yeah. of the yeah, dead sure. carrion. Okay. Uh, like other vultures, the turkey vulture has a bald head. Mm-hmm. This is so that the bits of carrion or dead meat do not adhere to the skin as they would to feathers. At close range, the naked redheads of the adult turkey 
vultures resemble those of turkeys, hence the name. Okay? Turkey vultures are the only scavenger birds that can't kill their prey. Correct. That's interesting. Yep. A wow. close inspection of their feet reminds one of a chicken instead of a hawk or an eagle. Mm-hmm. Their feet are useless for ripping into prey, but the vultures do have powerful beaks that can tear through even the toughest cowhide. They feed by thrusting their heads into the body cavities of rotting animals. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get in there, buddy. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Turkey vultures have an extraordinary sense of smell. They have been known to be able to smell carrion from over a mile away, which is very unique in the bird world. The turkey vulture has the largest olfactory smelling system of all birds. That's obvious. Vultures prefer meat as fresh as possible and won't eat extremely rotted carcasses. In the early morning hours, you may see turkey vultures sunbathing in a tree with their wings spread out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is done to increase their body temperature after the cool night. When you see turkey vultures swarming around in a cluster in the early morning hours of early spring or fall, they are conti- they are preparing to continue on their migration. Vultures seen in the evening hours have probably arrived in the area that day and are preparing to roost for the night. I don't they, know they migrated. They determine that turkey vultures can travel up to 200 miles in a day. They wow. average two and a half feet tall with six foot of wingspan. In spite of their large size, guess how much they weigh? Six pounds. Ten pounds. Kirk? I'd say about eight, eight pounds. pounds. Three pounds. Wow. Three pounds. No wow. kidding. Wow, so they're just all wing. That's yeah, a lot of feathers, wow. right? Wow. Yeah, just like wow. a pelican. People will mistakenly call turkey vultures buzzards. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Not which is the British Guilty. name for certain hawks. Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. So it's not buzzards. It's turkey vultures. Okay. Yeah, are you going to change? No. No, exactly. It's a buzzard. No. Turkey vultures have been <laughs> known to live to up to... <laughs> trivia, another trivia. Okay. How long can they live for? Mm. Ooh. Buzzards or, or turkey a- a- buzzards? A- Eric says 10 years. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go uh, five years. Five years? Yeah. All right. Kirk? I'll go eight. Eight. Kirk? I'm I think they mature like like some birds around five to seven years. Right. I think they they live Lester, what do you 20 think? years. Uh, I, I'm I'm gonna hit the five too. I don't want to go six more right. above Kevin. All right, the average age is estimated to be around twenty years. Yeah, wow, there you go, Kurt. Ding wow. ding 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 ding. Wow, they've been known to live up to twenty four years. Wow, okay. I never would have guessed that. No, no. Yeah, I but mean, there've been because, some that lived in captivity for longer than that. Yeah, that's, because that's when, you, when, you, when, wow. you, when you think about a turkey, a, like mm-hmm. a, a real turkey. Mm-hmm. I mean, a five-year-old turkey is really old. Really old. Yeah. 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 Vultures help clean up the environment by eating the flesh off dead animals before it rots and causes disease. Well, I got a question for everybody, a trivia question. What is the largest vulture on the planet? Uh, Oh, gosh. The the, the California vulture. The condor. The condor. condor. Very good. The condors, man. Them things. (laughs) Now, they live 60 or 70 years. I saw a special on that. They're like pterodactyls. So these um, turkey vultures... Usually uh, nest oh. on the ground, uh-huh. okay, yes. in yep. in caves. Yep, they that lay is, two eggs. That is bizarre. Uh, it is totally bizarre. Never have seen you ever it. found one? I did. Never. I took a picture. You found the one. I, I did. I found one. Remember, yep. I took a picture. I That's correct. Yes, That's weird. Okay, the, I was so uh, excited. They they nest in the ground in caves, right? Yeah. And lay I two eggs. Say that. Their range from southern Canada through South America wow. migrates to the southern U.S. in the winter. 
That's why we have so many of them. Right. They're all coming in for Georgia's deer season. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Buffet. They, they got their calendar all laid out. Yeah. Man. They get it. I mean, they, they, they understand it. There were 100 or 200 of them this morning coming from Pottsburg. Just, I mean, a huge flock of them coming from towards where y'all were at and flew over the neighborhood. Well, well they, they, they roost on the, uh, the, 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 the towers, the telephone yeah, towers. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. right. They yeah. sure do. You know, whatever, sure whatever I hunted in Kansas, no uh, buzzer, no buzzards. None. <laughs> no. They're all falling. Georgia. You know the thing's amazing? <laughs> the amount of time that we've all spent in the woods, I've never seen a, a, a vulture nest. Ever. Me or I mean, Kevin's the only one that I know of this ever. I, I, did. A, I, I, I did. I found that one. And a turkey had, vulture nest. Yep, it, and it was uh, it was in the springtime. And yep. see, yeah, and, and, you guys, and you guys scoff at Bigfoot. That's well, how you say, oh, I never saw man. Bigfoot. Ugh. See? So them condor vultures, man. Anything look you flat footed in the eye, man. He can have that. He can have that damn deer. <laughs> you need to die. That's pretty neat. That the uh, those, those little different facts though came from the Chattanooga Nature Center, which uh, their website. Uh, Chattanooga That's, Nature hey, Center. Hey, and by the way, Lester, I'm gonna uh, let let everybody know. Kind of let the cat off the bag. Starting uh, the first Saturday in September. We're going to have uh, a, a new weekly uh, what was uh, part of the show, correct? And it's uh-huh. it is going to be called the Jim Lux Trivia Question in September. No, uh, in February, first week of oh, February. Because you said September, I did. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Start, okay, that sounds like wow. That's a long ways away. Yeah, in that's advance, a, that's a big tease. No, starting. We're going to start, have a trivia. We we're <laughs> going to have yep. We're going to have the Jim Lux Trivia Question of the week. Nice Jim Lux. It's cool. It, it's going to be fun. And, yeah, I, and I've got a, I've got a stack of them. Oh yes, he does. <laughs> I do. Yeah, it's like Duke get smart, John would prosper. I know it. Yep, 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 yep. Well, we won't, we won't go that far. But man, but, no, 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 that's right. No, no, no. I tell you, when when I got up this Long morning, has no idea what we're talking. No about. No idea. No, he doesn't. You're, you're probably clue. better for it. I don't have a clue. No, I do know this. We got to take a break. Yeah, we so do Lester, take a break. Yeah. Bye. yeah. Bye, Lester. Well, I'm just letting y'all know, man. 28 degrees at my house this morning. Ooh. Wow. Yes, sir. Wow. All right. See, All right, see, see you. All right. Uh, one more segment to go here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. Who sings it, Jim? Huh? Who sings it? Don't say Elvis Presley. No, no, no. Past one. Travis Tripp, baby. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Who's the guy that he had this long feud with? Oh, here's a quarter call someone who cares or something like that. Yeah, there was somebody that he did. Anyway, I don't know. I knew he palled around with Marty Stewart for a while. Marty Stewart was awesome, yeah, by the way. I had yeah. a bunch of his cassettes. All right, yeah. we're going to do an updated weather update yes. tides. But first, um, I just sent y'all. A we're going to be again at the Jacksonville Boat Show yes. next weekend. On in February, we're going to be somewhere on the would be the 16th, 17th, 18th. Are we any somewhere on the 17th, 18th of February uh, for for the outdoor show? Because uh, well, not the sixteenth. Because 16th. the 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 the, 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 well, the uh, 16th is a Friday. 
Okay, well, the 17th, from what I understand from what everybody said, that's the Steenhatchy Fiddler. That's what it is. Yes. Okay. Yep. Prior to that, just to let everybody know, the uh, and we will be at this because it's the ninth annual Ange- Angelwood Walter Chuck Foster Sporting Clay oh. Shoot. Okay. okay. The charity oh, okay. shoot that we do. Yes. Write it down, folks. It's Thursday, February 15th. Okay. Okay. Looking forward to this fantastic event. We'll talk more about it next week, but I just want to put it out there and everybody's uh, to get it out there so that it can put it down on their calendar. Well, Thursday, February out, 15th. So yeah, and we're looking forward to another great event, mm-hmm. uh, another great event, and this raises money for Angelwood, which is a local charity that helps adults and children with developmental disabilities, and if you want to go ahead and register, you can go to angelwoodjacks.org, and when you get to their homepage, and if you if you can't remember, just search Angelwood Jacksonville on Google, and it will take you to angelwoodjacks.org. Mm-hmm. And then across the main menu, you'll see something there that says get involved, highlight that, and then Angelwood events, and then you can pick the different events, and you'll find the ninth annual Angelwood Wal- uh, Walter Chuck Foster Sporting Clay Is it really shoot. the ninth annual? It is. Oh, my. Uh, and, and then we, we skipped the, the COVID year. Yeah, exactly. So, so for 10 years, we've been doing this Yeah, wow. Yeah, coming up on 10 wow. years. Wow. So looking forward to this event, and again, it's it's Thursday, February fifteenth, and, so. and and we get to sponsor the uh, restroom. We again? do. Okay, good. Yes, we do. <laughs> and so, if each registered per- participant, you're going to receive a hundred sporting clay uh, targets. Mm-hmm. Okay, four boxes of ammo, safety equipment, a breakfast, lunch, and drinks during the tournament, and we're going to have awards for the first and second place teams, and also some other raffle items that will be available. Uh, including uh, Victor's Got a Glock from mm-hmm. Wild West Guns and Gold. Thank you so much, Victor. Yeah, and and uh, let's let's hope Mark Helmick doesn't show up because he always wins everything. Yes, he does. <laughs> he does. Seriously, yep, but we're looking forward to that. And so, look, if you're interested in joining us, please go to Angelwood's page, and then also you can contact them if you'd like to be a sponsor. Mm-hmm. Look, it's this is a great charity, and That's it's yeah. a great event. And 100% of the proceeds are not going to anything else but to Angelwood. That's awesome. Okay, so there's no operating cost or anything like that for this event. This is all about Angelwood. Hey, uh, real quick, uh, Travis Tritt had a feud with Billy Ray That's Cyrus. Right. That's right. Yep. yep. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, the Achy Breaky Heart song popped out and was, you know, all successful. And this is somebody asked Travis Tritt about it, and this is what he said I haven't seen his show, so I can't say anything about that. I haven't seen the man personally, so I can't say anything about him personally. I haven't listened to his album, so I can't make a statement about that. <laughs> but I have seen the video, and I've heard Achy Breaky Heart, and I don't care for either one of them. Seems kind of frivolous. The video doesn't appeal to me because it shows him stepping out of a limousine in front of thousands and thousands of fans, and nobody's even heard of this guy. <laughs> Garth didn't even do that. Seems kind of unrealistic to me. <laughs> and there it begins. Uh, oh, yeah. He... he uh shots over the bow oh yeah for sure definitely all right let's do an updated weather and an updated tides uh who's got the tides i got i got tides. Le- leon's right. got the tides yeah i got the tides right here yeah leon remember Bro- 10 30 yeah <laughs> be paying attention hey, i'm brought to you by angie subs mm-hmm. uh high tide this morning was uh, right at four o'clock so obviously that puts your low tide at 10 30 and then, obviously, we go go this, this afternoon, high tide at 4.30, uh, 10.30 uh, th- this evening. But here's the cool thing, and, and Kirk and I were talking about this. It's, an, it's you know, we've had these crazy tides, Jeff, you know, th- with northwest winds, you know, a waxing moon. 
Um, it's been way up and way down, but it's a four point five today and a and a zero on the low tide. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, right right at right at normal tide. So should be good. Now take into consideration that it is supposed to blow today twenty five out of the northwest. So I would think that 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 yeah. low tide is going to be lower low, lower than you, lower you than mean, normal. Yeah. You mean yeah. the Leon tide? Yeah, it's the Leon tide. The high yeah. tide and the Leon tide. Yes, exactly. Yeah. All right, and a uh, weather report brought to you by the Bearded Pig. Again, folks, uh, we're looking at the 24th of February. Is that a Saturday? Yeah, that would be a Saturday. Just double check. Okay, I'll double check. We're looking at having uh, breakfast at the Pig with the outdoor show on February it is, it is the 24th. 24th. So uh, if you want to come out and join us, that will be an outstanding event. I don't know what Chad's going to do on the menu, but it's going to be fun, fun, fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, uh, weather for today, you've got a small craft advisory in effect, and it's going to last for just a little bit over an hour, And uh, but uh, that's in effect until 11 a.m. Then it says a small craft advisory in effect from late tonight through Sunday afternoon. Today, northwest winds 15 to 20 knots, diminishing to 10 to 15 in the afternoon. That's why the small craft advisory is going away. But then it's coming back because tonight, north winds... 15 to 20, and it's going to be increasing to 20 to 25 knots after midnight. Seas building to four to six feet with a period of five seconds after midnight. Tomorrow, northeast winds, 15 to 20 knots, seas four to six feet, seven seconds on the interval. Monday, east winds, 10 to 15, seas three to five feet. Monday night, same thing, east winds, 10 to 15. Tuesday, this is the change, and this is where it's going to warm up. Southeast winds, 10 to 15 knots, mm-hmm. 4 to 5 feet. Wednesday, southeast winds, around 10 knots, seas 4 to 5 feet. So that's the warming trend. They're talking about darn near 80 degrees as we approach that's- the latter part of next week or the latter part of midweek. You know, So like Thursday, Friday, holy cow. Yep. All it says is rain. Rain's coming. Mm-hmm. Rain and warm. Yep, rain's coming. I think I'm going to be getting after Saturday some and fish. Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Tuesday or Wednesday, Thursday. What are you going to burn? When's it going to get dry? Yeah, when I know. Get a wind? I, know. I know. Yeah, the winds. Uh, the weather's not exactly good no. right now. No. So just waiting on the weather, like we always do with the burning. Uh, I'm ready to go tomorrow or today, but so I'll, I'll forward not you, happening. I'll forward you this picture. That's the uh, buzzard nest. Yes, that's or from, that, that's from turkey yeah, vulture nest. Yeah, yeah, turkey vulture. Yeah, you got to send that to us. Yeah, so we can post yeah, that's that. That's from uh, Captain Kitty Crawford. Found oh, he that. found one too. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's in Fernandina. So how many? I mean, that's yeah. uh, you guys are the only two guys that yeah. I know that yeah. has ever found a turkey vulture nest cave. Yeah, it's just weird. It's called a cave. It's called a cave. Yeah, it's a cave. weird. That's where they nest is in the cave. Mm-hmm. Now my question is, do they take over? Like a gopher tortoise hole. So, so well, they don't. They don't like dig it. They don't out. dig their so, own, so right? The, no, one, no, the no. one that I saw looked like an armadillo hole. Okay, you know, about about that size, and this one does too. Interesting. So, yep. Man, that's got to be kind of dangerous. I mean, we got gopher tortoises to on our place, and I've never seen one in any of those holes or fox holes or whatever you want to call those things. I yeah. see out there the gopher tortoises. Yeah, I see them all the time. Yeah. You'd think that'd be the perfect place to do it. Yeah, you would think. I mean, let the turtle do all the work. Yeah. But how do you keep out other critters? How do you keep the turtle out? That's oh. yeah, that's yeah. the whole thing. Because I win? mean you go into that thing and there's and there's one yeah, of those tortoises like the, in there. That's the, gonna be the, ugly. The, the turtle be like, Yeah, dude, really? Yeah. I mean what, but what, the armadillo would be like that, that it, he'd probably scare an armadillo out of there. Probably. probably. You know? 
But what would a turtle do with the vulture in there? Bite him. I don't know. Just yeah, because I want, that's because it. they're I such wanna, a non-aggressive animal. I want to see a gopher tortoise turkey vulture fight. Okay, I, I got to put my camera back out <laughs> on on my my gopher hole because I got some great pictures. Yeah, you do from from that last year. That's a good idea. I might do that on that gopher uh, hole. It's I got. fun. You you got you got a great idea. The uh, the story I wanted to tell yes. you guys real quick. So you guys remember I got the pig, right? Okay. Yeah. And let Mother Nature take it. Yeah. I go back two days later with Dylan. Said, let's go check it out. See what's happened. We go back on the trail. Can't can't find it. Like, what? Where did it go? It's gone. They drug it off. And but about ten feet away, all of a sudden I see a little patch of hair, and I said, "Well, there's a piece of hair," but it was buried. So something got the pig, dragged it a few short distance, and then buried it. That's yeah, Bigfoot. That's, that's a Had bear, to be a big right? cat. No, total big cat. Oh, total cat. Bob, total, no, Bigfoot. total cat. Bob, okay. Bigfoot would do Bob that. Bobcat. Yeah, big one. Squatch. Bobcat. Big Bobcat dragged it a little ways, got it out of the water, and then literally buried it huh. and tried to, to keep the smell, I guess, so that it can come back and continue to feed on it. Because I got a trail camera right. in that field, and every night- There goes the Bobcat. Bobcat, Bobcat, yep. Bobcat. Interesting. That is cool. Yeah, that is cool. Mother Nature's awesome. It is. Yep, yep. It was a Yeti. <laughs> Logs. The Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter also has some fine other sponsors. Wild West Guns and Gold. Thank you, Victor, for donating the Glock for the huh? big charity shoot coming up. Kirby Co. Builders, Randy Marion, Cadillac, Whalen Bay Marine, Thick Pen Heating and Cooling, Strike Zone, Standard Feed and Seed, Bring Power and Cap Rental Store, Hagen Coastal Outfitters and Hagen Ace Hardware. CSS Fireplaces and more, Consignment Boat Sales, Coastal Equipment, CNH Marine Construction, Atlantic Coast Marine, Angie Subs, Duck Duck Rooter, and of course the Nimnik family of dealerships, Buick and GMC on Phillips Highway, and Chevrolet on Cassett. And folks, uh, don't forget, Boat Show next week, we'll be there live, and we'll be at uh, Whalen Bay booth, so come see us. So obviously, we'll be there from 7 to 10, and then Kirk and I will be doing seminars at 2 p.m. on Saturday and Sunday. Remember, anything you do in the outdoors, always think safety first. Y'all have a great weekend. Stay warm. See ya. See ya. See ya. Arrivederci.